you know that I pray every night that he would escape. What the hell did you do that for? So I can kill him. Daddy's podcast, a podcast where we talk about horror movies and the daddies in them. I am your host, the horror daddy himself, Carlos. With your film daddy, John. And your baby daddy, said. And today we have a special guest. Hi, guys. It's me, Frankie. Hi, Frankie. Hey, Frankie. Hey, Hi again. He's our regular special guest. <laughs> we love to have you. We missed you. The you most special here. guest. So <laughs> oh. bow down now. Oh. oh. Frankie about to take your job, Carlos. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'll take over. You know this. Oh, no. So what did we watch today? Sydney, what did we watch? We watched Halloween 2018. And why did we watch that movie? Because today we're starting a new series for each and one of us favorite horror movie. For each and one of us. I I understood what he was trying to say. (laughs) Me too. It was just funny. Well, anyways, we're starting off with me, Carlos. That's me. And what's your favorite horror movie? Halloween 2018. Ah. 40 years later. A remake. Reboot. Mm -hmm. Sequel. What What a surprise. surprise. (laughs) (laughs) So we have been watching like our favorite horror movies for Mm -hmm. a little while and we are prepared to kind of do like a little presentation. It's going to be slightly a different episode, but kind of keep it to the same format. We'll see. Carlos is keeping it to the same format. Carlos is keeping it to the same format. That's okay. My only difference is Frankie's here. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, it's about to get juicy. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So Cindy and I have some popcorn. Do you have your popcorn, Cindy? No, I don't like popcorn. Okay. Oh, Oh, damn. It's just my my side. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the joke is over. <laughs> How do you want to start off this episode? Honestly, I wasn't prepared, but um, oh. <laughs> huh? I'm not. Surprised. I was prepared, and now I'm like, I feel like I'm not prepared. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, but I know I get nervous because you know it's my favorite movie. But you know, um, so I picked this movie because obviously I love Halloween, the original, and I feel like Halloween is a series where it just got really, really messy. After a while, to the point where it's like, okay, okay, we need to stop. They just didn't know what the fuck to do with Michael after a little while. So with this movie, we'll get there. (laughs) So with this movie, I feel like it was done It's the sequel that this movie, the original deserves. Yeah. Apart from two. It's pretty much, it's a direct sequel to the first one. It completely eliminated everything everything in between. So even from part two doesn't exist. Three obviously wasn't part of the universe in a sense. And then everything else, yeah, never I think, happened. I think there's just a couple homages to all the other movies. Oh, yeah. There's an homage to at least yes. each of one, every one of them, except zombies, because who cares? And Got I, I mean, okay. No, let me let me No, no, no. no let, me, let, me, let, me, let me clarify. <laughs> I do sort of like zombies first Halloween. Yeah, because I, I it's always, the better one. It's the better one. The second one, I, bye. I don't know what he was thinking, but anyways, that's, that's, we're not there yet. But <laughs> uh, I like, I really do love this one. I love all the homages. I love that they brought Lori back. I love that it's right from the other movie. Even though I feel like it's not a perfect movie, it's a movie where I think it's gonna take the series in like a really good 
direction. way direction yeah all right so this movie does take place right after the first one with that being said i did find out that before they filmed this movie the first draft or whatever of the script was actually this movie was going to start with the ending of the first one but they were going to completely change the ending of the first one. Oh, so like retcon it a little yeah, bit. So, Interesting. Yeah, so don't quote me. I don't know how right this was where I read it. They were going to start with the ending of the first one where Loomis shows up to the house. Okay. And remember, he shot Michael six times. Yeah. Well, this time he was going to shoot Michael into the bedroom. But instead of shooting Michael down the balcony, he was going to start fighting Michael. Oh. And Laura's going to grab the gun, and then she couldn't shoot Michael. She didn't have the strength to shoot Michael, so Loomis dies. Oh. oh. But the actor... But the actor died, like, in real life, right? Like, Well, I mean, he's already he dead. Away. Yeah, he passed away, but... Oh. I mean, he, it was just to explain his It was to explain absence. his death of this one, I oh, guess, shit. in a sense. Well, I kind of liked how they explained his death. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, they didn't really explain how he died or anything. They were just, just like, like, oh, yeah, I'm He stayed with successor. Michael until his yeah. last days, which is fine. But obviously, we didn't get that ending because somebody... Uh, I think Blumhouse... <laughs> Jason Blum was like, no. Yeah. We're not doing that. That's I good. thought yeah. I thought you were like obviously we didn't get that actor because somebody had to die. No, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 because you know they were like, no, don't do that. And yeah. I mean, I, I I'm glad like they, they kind did of in bad taste also mm-hmm. to like kind of kill him off when he was you know and change just change already. the ending of the last one completely yeah. if you're just gonna take it from that movie. I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to explain anything. And I think there was another one where, like, Michael was going to fall off the balcony, but he was going to come back around, come upstairs, and try to kill somebody still. Like, yeah, he wasn't going to stop. Mm-hmm. So, I'm glad that they started it where they started it. It's fine. Michael falls off the balcony. He walks away, but he gets found by the cops, which I would like to see how they got him because... I was going to say, like, do they explain at all how he got... um, How they... Officer Hawkins was the one that got him. Okay. Back in 1978, oh, which is why this that. officer's in this movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why he's kind of like an important character. Yeah, gotcha. but I mean, I could see how he would catch him if he was that badly injured from the six shots. Yeah. But at the same time, the way Michael's in this movie, there's no way. I don't see how they got him unless there was like 10 officers on him. Well, I mean, you also just said he had six shots in him. And he was still walking around. But so. I mean, here he got stabbed, his finger shot, shot off, he, and he was still fighting. Like, run over. Run yeah. o- he got hit by a car, oh too, before yeah. he got even to Lori's house. So it's like... Hey, um, Jonathan, what's your saying again? What's your catchphrase? You have to suspend your disbelief. I mean, it's been suspended, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's done been it's suspended, done. baby. <laughs> And I, I also have like, I feel like this movie, I wouldn't have been mad if it went off from the second one. Yeah. As long as they left out the whole brother and sister thing. But the second one is that's like the premise of the movie of why Michael's behind her. That it's like they can't really go from the second one. Because I feel like I feel like this would have been a good series if they did one to H2O and now this one. So like they cut off Resurrection because the way Resurrection did was a fucking trash. Well, we don't talk about that movie. No, we don't. Because it would have been cool, like, after H2O, she, how she does cut his head off, if they did the whole, like, oh, yeah, it was a medic, cool, whatever. And then she moves back to Haddonfield, knowing that Michael will eventually come back, and it's another 20 years later. So now we get this movie, and she's prepared in Haddonfield. Yeah. Which I, I think that would have been I cool. I mean, that would have been cool. I do like the idea that just Michael has been, like, it, whatever happened in between doesn't matter. It's just that he's been away. Yeah. And then now we're getting, because I feel like 
he comes back 20 years later and then mm -hmm. in 20 more years later he comes back again i feel like it will kind of get a little repetitive I yeah, just yeah, yeah, like yeah, that yeah the beginning happened and then now this yeah. is what happened after so that it's night. the beginning middle and end i just it's just Thank sometimes you. it's just hard to suspense the disbelief of like this man has been captured for 40 years and somehow he can't get out now and he got out in the first one like nothing i mean unless well, it, it might be like an anniversary of something like, well, yeah, it's exactly his 20 years death, later. Right. Well, when he killed his sister was Halloween, right? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, so. but like. That he didn't it, try to escape another Halloween is what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, exactly. Or, or accomplished too. I no. think it just all has to do with the mask. You think so? Yes. Oh, that's a good I mean, point. We, we're, we're going to have to jump into the movie yeah. too for me to, you know, elaborate on this. But mm -hmm. I think it all has to do that he got separated from the mask. Just saying. And I, I mean, love how everybody's just staring at yeah, me like, I mean, oh, in the, it is interesting. Though. But in the first one, he doesn't have the mask until he gets into the town. Yeah, but I think after he after he does all of the killings with the mask, then maybe now he's got that attachment to the mask and them. Uh, should I spoil it? You want to just jump into it? Do you want to just jump in? OK. Yeah, we should in. jump so in. Real quick, it. directed by David Gordon Green. And we're jumping in now. It's a rated R movie. Yeah. An hour and 46 minutes yes. long. Before we jump in, there mm -hmm. is one thing that I want to say. The fact that they debunked the whole brother and sister thing within like the first, what, 15 minutes of the movie. Mm -hmm. I really liked that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I like it too. I don't like the fact that they made them brother and sister because no, it takes like away either. the whole boogeyman uh, aspect of the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like an 80s thing where they just had to make all these uh, slashers like related to somebody in the movie to make it it's more like interesting. An, it's like a cliche. Like I yeah. think Jason in one movie, it's like he can't be killed. If uh, only a family member can kill him, like, yeah, they, they, like they, they did like some bullshit. Like there was like a whole like cliche about. And when Freddie was his daughter at the end of the yeah. series, and it's like y'all need to just stop with the whole family. If they would have kept mystery. going with the brother and sister thing, I think it would have made the uh, the beginning of Resurrection very very messed up. Yeah, we mm -hmm. watched like the we showed Frankie like <laughs> yes. the first ten minutes, and Frankie's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Like yeah, there was no point, and up. honestly, like the first one, there was there was no brother and sister thing. He was just a man that came and stalked these yeah. babysitters and killed and them. He has like we don't know his purpose, mm -hmm. like we don't know what the fuck he's yeah. thinking. So which that makes him a little bit more he ambiguous. Is, mm -hmm. He is the boogeyman, exactly. yeah. Which is why I here feel like he's not after Laurie. He's just in Haddonfield, but Laurie's after him here. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the roles have been switched. Yeah. He's the I prey, and now she's the predator mm -hmm. for her. I but like that. I like that. Let's jump into it. Let's jump in. All right. So, oh, th by the way, this movie was released October 19th, which is apparently Michael's birthday. Oh. October 19th. Hmm. Interesting. Which, I don't know how true that is. But <laughs> the movie opens at Smith's Grove. We kind of get a few shots of, like, the insane asylum. How you, I don't know how yeah, to say it nowadays. Yeah, it's a rehabilitation asylum. Yes. Place. Uh, and we get some shots of, like, the clock, the hallways. We get like the podcasters' eyes looking around. Podcasters, it's the whore daddies. <laughs> it's us in a movie, and then we meet Doctor Sartain. Sardine. That's what I kept calling him, <laughs> Doctor Sardine. And we meet the two podcasters, and from Doctor Sartain, we get that Michael. He was Michael's new doctor. He was Loomis's student, and that he mm -hmm. basically followed Loomis until he passed away. He took over for Mike. Uh, took over for Loomis on Michael. And this motherfucker looked like a cartoon character. He looks like if, like Tim Burton would have drawn, uh, 
Albert Einstein, and then he has like the craziest voice. I can see that. Yeah, like, it's I don't know weird. why, but he has the voice of a fish to me. Of a fish. I, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like him. I feel like he was just plot. Yeah, I mean, plot he, to get Michael to Lori. He, he just, is kind of like Doctor Loomis in the original, where he was kind of just there to explain Michael. So, okay, do you remember how Loomis romanticized Michael yeah. almost? Well, I feel like this guy romanticized Michael, but almost in a different way. Like, like in, the, in the opposite. Polar opposite yeah, exactly. Because yes. Loomis like, wanted him like that. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like this guy wants to see what makes Michael tick. Yes. But mm-hmm. I don't like him. But anyways, <laughs> uh, so he's basically it's letting them know that Michael has become his life obsession, that Luke, no doctor has been able to get through him, that the only way is maybe death. Uh, we get that Michael's going to get transferred. Uh, tomorrow on Halloween, plot plot point, <laughs> and, and that he's pure evil from what Loomis has always said. So the we the mean Aaron. Sorry. Oh no, you're fine. <laughs> so it's Aaron and Dana, the podcasters' names. They go outside to get closer to Michael. They have like these. They're like on these checkerboard patio thing, and like they have these yellow lines around them. I guess it's like that's how far the, they can reach to them. Which I find it weird that that's like their outside time. Yeah, I mean, it's they're like, like they it's have pretty their, much an asylum. Yeah, what else I, are they I, do? I get it, but it's like their ankles are attached to like these rocks, and they're out sitting out in the sun outside. On out, I don't know. Yeah, it's just I don't like, know how the that's like, hot real life asylums work. Like I don't know if that's like a thing, but I don't either. It's fucking crazy. Like they, it looks not but, a fun place. Like if they're so dangerous that they have to chain them up like that, how do they? Chain them up and then get them back into their rooms. I'm sure they probably like sedate them or some shit like that. They might, because that's how I'm like, how has Michael not escaped since 40 years, you know? Suspend your disbelief. I am, I am, I am. (laughs) So, the pod, he, Dr. Sartain tells the podcaster, go up to the yellow line, don't get any closer. And and this motherfucker gets on the line. Yeah, and I found this weird because he tells him to tie his shoe because I guess one of the a patient has like an obsession with shoelaces. I think he has like like crazy OCD maybe. And, and I was like, like okay, but how is he gonna get out if he's that tight <laughs> up? Why are you true. so worried? Maybe about like that? he was it would just rile him up. I I guess. But what I love is that when they walked out to the courtyard, the podcaster guy, what's his name? Aaron. Aaron. Aaron he was like, I'd love to stand closer to him if I may. And it was like, that, that was such an awkward line. He annoys the fuck out of me. Like, he's just so annoying. Like, it's like, he's yeah. rude. He tries to push it as much as possible. But I guess for the content, whatever. Maybe that's what we should be doing. Do it for the vine. I feel Do like for the also, pod. they weren't really that needed. They could have went another way with the story. Yeah. Anyways. So, he gets closer to Michael. Mm-hmm. And he's basically asking Michael what happened that night. Who were those involved? He wants to learn more. Aaron somehow got the mask, which I don't get how. The, I, I mean, I guess it's evidence from 40 years ago, but I still like, I feel like officers will still not give him that mask if it was. I don't think so. I think unsolved. he actually probably got it from Trick or Treat Studios. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsor us. But I mean, yeah, no, maybe. He, I think he said that he had a friend. Which, yeah, he said he had a oh, friend. In the, in the police station? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, they let him borrow it. That's true, but so I think that's a little far fetched. It's a little far fetched. It's I feel evidence. Like, yeah, it's like that's stored away for us. Suspend your disbelief. Okay, you, I get it, but from a murder, come on now. Was this set in 2018? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because I was gonna say, if it was 
back when, then they might no, have no. let it go. No, no, they're really taking the, the timeline serious. Yeah. Okay. So, all he pulls out the mask. Michael, I guess, feels it because he kind of like turns his head, but we never really sees Michael's face either. No. But we can tell that Michael's old as fuck now. Mm-hmm. He's supposed really to be is. sixty or sixty-one. I believe yeah. he looks. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's in good shape see for that being his uh, routine exercise. Was just killing people. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> for the last forty years, he's been chained to a. a uh, what's it called? Uh, like a boulder? Like a boulder, yeah, like a boulder? A boulder on, in a little square. I mean, he's not and there. And that's I'm his sure exercise? He, he, I mean, yeah. If you're bored, you do push-ups in the in the. He uh, just cell. stands there. That's his whole thing. Yeah, that's true. He must eat healthy. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he must be vegan. <laughs> Maybe he, pu- he does push-ups when nobody's looking. That's true, too. I'm wait, he's not vegan. He eats animals. I forgot. Oh, remember the raccoon in the first? Was it a raccoon or the dog in the first? Oh, one? wasn't yeah, it a that's dog? Right. Yeah, that was like a dead, a dead dog. Animal. I think like it was a, a dead dog, and they blamed the raccoon on it or yeah. something. I was like, okay. So, um, so Aaron pulls out the mask. He's like, "Oh, Michael, do you feel it?" And we kind of see that Michael still has a fucked up eye. Pay yeah. attention to detail, and all the patients start going crazy. This little German shepherd starts barking. It was pure chaos. Yeah, yeah and that's he's so unsettling. And it's like this whole movie is like they want Michael to say something. It's like he's not going to talk. He's, they're so obsessed with him <laughs> With him talking, yes. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. annoying. And he's like, say something, Michael. And then he screams, say I'm something. And we get... Up on, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get the whole title card. But you see, this this is where I get my whole thing with the mask. Because mm-hmm. he never tried to escape, right? For 40-something years. That no, we know of. That we know of. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, he brings the mask. And everything goes to chaos, make, making you think that, is this mask supposed to be supernatural? Is there something supernatural about this? Well, we also don't know what happened in the bus scene. There's theories in the bus about the bus scene. Oh, I, I know all about the bus scene. But I'm saying like about the Do mask. You though? Yes. Hmm. He was right. We're not at the bus scene yet, guys. Because just like you, I did my homework. Okay. What's up? Okay. I think he's about to take your job. (laughs) I'm just saying. No, he's not. (laughs) Okay, but I think it's also like he probably feels the mask and like floods into all the memories. Like maybe the memories. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. that can be. But why would everything else go to chaos? Like even the dog. You know how they say like the dogs are more in you know, into nature than we are. Mm -hmm. So he felt something. He definitely felt something. Maybe he felt Michael's memory, you know, coming back to whatever it is. Yeah. But I mean, hey. I can see that. Suspend your disbelief. Well, maybe Judith Myers got reincarnated in the dog. And she's like, hey, that's 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 the guy that killed me. Oh, my. What a theory. <laughs> but back to the movie. Yes. <laughs> so we get the title card and we have the decaying pumpkin basically reversing back to a jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. And, you know, they're cool. being petty about it. And they zoomed into the whole Michael where you see Michael in the pumpkin stabbing because no one can ever see it. But yeah, I see it's, it. it's just a very like slight silhouette of Michael. It's yeah, it's not that obvious, but I mean, they make it pretty obvious in this movie. Because oh, every, cause everyone always it. says yeah. they don't see it. Yeah. And it's like, you can see the It's hair. hard to see. Yeah. It's hard mm-hmm. to see. Anyways. So after Thank the, <laughs> after the title card and the, you know, credits or whatever, we cut to the podcasters. They're on their way to Lori's house and they're basically talking about, um, what is it like for like prey to be predator, predator to be prey or I don't fucking know. 
They're just annoying. Yeah, and this movie has this problem is that they talk about nothing. Like every character just has oh random conversations. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it it's not like other movies where like, yeah, they'll have random conversations, but they still have to do with the movie. They would just be talking about nothing. And it's just so boring. It just doesn't feel natural. Mm-hmm. It's like feels like everyone has a line to say. Mm-hmm. And it bugs the shit out of me. And that's like well, my only critique in this movie. It's just that it, it just feels like everyone yeah. just has a line to say. I think that it kind of felt natural for me until you said something about it. And because you're like, uh, Yeah, because for me it was kind of like, oh, well, they wouldn't really be talking about anything. Until like, like after everything happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then you, you said it and I was like, oh, it does feel forced. Mm-hmm. I feel like they give this a lot a lot of back explicit exposition yeah. or to the first one where I feel like you should have just gotten to the point. Yeah, like they're they're so busy trying to be like, oh, I was family members with this person mm-hmm. that they mentioned once in the first movie, and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's cool that people are like, oh, that's cool, this is that person's relative, but like, does it really fucking matter? Like, it no. really doesn't. It, like, if you guys said it before the movie, like we all know that they were reconning everything, so we all know that they're not brother and sister. If this movie would have started with Michael escaping the asylum, or sorry, the rehabilitation center when these guys showed up to it because somehow they fucked things up and Michael escaped via their fault, and the movie just gets going from there. Great, but I also see what they're doing, trying to tell the story, trying to you know, because not everyone's gonna go watch the original. Yeah, they're trying to tell the new generation a story. So this is why we're gonna get the sequels too to finish off Lori's and Michael's story, which I'm excited for yeah. the sequels. And I think this is why this was my favorite because I'm going to probably love the sequel even more mm-hmm. after the trailers. <laughs> so, but anyways, back to the movie. It's going to be a long episode. <laughs> um, so they're on their way to Lori's house because they want to know like what monster created another, the hatred they have between each other. They get to her house. Her house is pretty much a fortress with a fence. She has cameras everywhere. And they're ringing the bell. It's Lori answers like, what's up bitches <laughs> and, and podcasters are like we're investigative journalists well the, the one guy's like we're making a podcast and the we're girl's podcasters. like oh, investigative journalists like yeah trying to make it sound more serious yeah and he's like oh can we have a moment of your time and the other bitch is like we got three thousand dollars and yep. the, the door opens <laughs> i mean i would open the door too oh you got that stimulus <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> so <clears throat> they walk up to the door. They ring the doorbell. And Lori has like 50 locks on that door. Plus like one of those like. Like, like a, a. Like a. I don't know. Like door a... stopping hinge. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. And she has no fucking time for them. You can see in her face. She just like get to the question. And, like get the fuck out of here. She like slams her her chair down. Yeah. She grabs she her chair. With twist an attitude. It. Mm-hmm. It's like when I come back. When I come for work. And you're like in a bad mood. And that that's you. You just slam everything. <laughs> just sit down. And you're like what's up. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> but you can tell her demeanor changes. Yeah. When they mm-hmm. mention the daughter situation. You can oh, tell yeah, like yeah, yeah. in her face. I noticed I'm like damn. You can tell she's broken inside because yeah, of that fucked up. well like, because yes. <clears throat> sorry no, okay they come here they're asking her these questions that obviously they know because they have the files yeah so it's like and she's not stupid she's like you, she knows why they're there which is why at the end where they're like when they ask about the daughter when they took her if she ever got her back she's like you already knew that you so why are you asking that, yeah. me yeah yeah. yeah, I think the the exact quote for those of you following along is um 
how long until you regained custody of your daughter after they took her away when she was 12. Mm -hmm. And Lori was like, I didn't, but you already knew that. Exactly. That's so and that's when she was like, I'm done. Give me my money. Yeah, like, that's so fucked. You don't do that. Mm -mm. And it's like, you can tell just by, I, I do like that she, she, they're showing you that she is not okay. She's mm -hmm. paranoid. She has mm -hmm. all these locks. So her house is not put together. Like she, she has her priorities straight, straight to saving herself, trying to protect right. herself from Michael, even and though her he's family. locked up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And her family. And they just come in into her home and be like, uh, why are you, you don't such believe, a fuck up? And you don't believe in the boogeyman. And yeah. she's like, mm -hmm. you don't? And he's like, well, I believe in Michael Myers. I feel like investigative journalists, that like those two weren't really accurate for investigative journalists either because an investigative journalist would go in and play on you know everything that she believes in to get her to talk some more yeah. and they are just like shutting her down yeah well mm -hmm. they're podcasters they were just lying about that yeah so yeah, it's yeah. like they just don't, they know, don't know what, what the they're, fuck doing. they're doing but yeah. they're, but he's rude as fuck because she was a little nicer yeah he was rude as fuck like he mm -hmm. just comes in and just asks her all these personal questions talking down to her because like, he's like up. i feel they like he's like that. i'm on a schedule we have to post this by tuesday and it's monday <laughs> <laughs> get it together the whore daddies is gonna upload their episodes we need to meet them <laughs> and um we get the whole that michael's gonna get transferred on halloween at 7 p.m Lori already knows this because why wouldn't she know? Which is there's a theory that she's the one that made the bus crash on purpose. I always but, thought that too. But it's it, there's Ooh. no way there's no way she would have done it because then why would she act crazy when she finds out that well, the bus crashed? Well, maybe she used those three thousand dollars to pay someone. Maybe. Well, well no, daughter. she gave them to the no, granddaughter. <laughs> well, okay, they didn't say how much they gave to the granddaughter. That's true. Enough to go to Mexico. I mean, $3,000 <laughs> is pretty steep of a price. I'd be like, you want a dollar, bitch? I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. What if she did by accident, though? Because she, she was, was drunk. Because she was drunk. And then when she comes to the dinner with the granddaughter and daughter, she looks very freaked out. You know, yeah. I feel like that would be something that a normal reaction that well, somebody will have. Sartain, yeah. Sartain also said that Michael got out and lost and took over the driver. But how do we know he's not lying, though? I mean, Lord, anyone could be lying. That's, it's just a Ooh, theory. What if... Is this a spoiler? Yes, I mean, I, we're spoiling it, so it's fine. What if the doctor... Oh. Yeah, he, that's that's my... Yeah, which is why he wanted to get on the bus, because he probably had the yeah. keys to let Michael out. That's my theory, yeah. Mm -hmm. That oh, the doctor's shit. like the one... Well, he sabotaged... Mm-hmm. I can see that. Because he wants them to fight. He, that's, the, that's his purpose. He wanted Michael... In the wild, he wanted to experience what Loomis saw. Yes, I was just gonna say maybe he wants him in the wild to see how Michael's gonna react to Lori. react after so many years of being in a cage, basically. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. that's what we meant earlier by like this doctor romanticizes Michael in a completely different way that Loomis did. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think he was just jealous that Loomis got to see what he couldn't see. I think it's more than that. He was jealous. I think it was also that. You know, he's so obsessed with the science of um, of Michael, of like Michael's brain mm -hmm. that he it's like he, the the line is blurred between morality and science. Yep. That was deep. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we cut to the breakfast. Oh, well, the podcasters, Laura kicks them out of the house. She takes her pay. Yeah, she says, give me that stimulus, bitch. Mm -hmm. And he, then she was like, I got $600. And she's like, bitch, you said 3000 Yep. <laughs> and we cut to the breakfast scene, which is the better breakfast scene from the whole series because 
This seems like a family on like Rob Zombies. Was like, give me my breakfast, you fucking slut. Oh what? yeah. If the Rob Zombie family is fucked up. <laughs> like they're like yeah. crazy characters. And even like in the Curse of Michael Myers, that breakfast scene is crazy too. I mean, when you grow up with the last name Zombie, how do you not have a fucked up idea of a you, family? Yeah, it's very true. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I was joking. No, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> So we have the we meet the dad Ray putting uh trapping putting mice traps getting peanut butter on his penis. <laughs> uh, we meet Karen and Allison. Karen is uh Karen Strode, Lori's daughter, and then Allison Strode, uh, Lori's granddaughter, and they're basically talking about having dinner with her boyfriend tonight for because she is I guess in the honor society, so they're celebrating that. The dad gets peanut butter on his penis. I already mentioned it, but I like that line. (laughs) (laughs) And then we also, he mentions that her boyfriend is Lonnie's son here too? Yes, I think, I believe that's what it was. Okay. It's like a character from the original. Remember Lonnie the bully? Yeah, the bully that bullies the little kid and he drops a pumpkin. Okay. That's 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 Cameron's dad. Okay. The that's boyfriend. so unnecessary. I was know? just gonna say it's so unnecessary. Do you guys well, don't bring this back? I mean, maybe in the next movies. Because that I think we'll they're building up. They're building the, up for the sequels. Maybe. And but I, this was such a throwaway line that we don't need it. To be honest, I we know, just don't. I mean, I didn't even pay attention to it. So. Yeah. To, to be honest, I feel like Lonnie was that bully that people were like, "I wish Michael would just kill him, and we're gonna get it," and probably in the sequels. I mean, yeah, sure. Wait, um, fan, f- fan, fan, do we get fan to see theory. the kid grow up? Tommy? Yeah. Well, like, well, he's not in this movie, right? Tommy's in the next one. In the second one? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Tom, I can cut that. Yeah. I just want no, to no, ask. no. No, no, no. Honest, keep it. But Tommy's coming back. Lindsay's coming back. Okay. And I have, I would be sure that Lonnie would somewhere come back too. So. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Yeah, because like, it just feels so unnecessary. It's just kind of like. Hey, remember this one character yeah. from the beginning? I feel like they're He's just gonna—he pu- matters. They're just trying to homage everybody from the first. They're trying to give everyone from the first one some respect, in, yeah. in a sense. I guess I, I respect. And that, I yeah. do like that the original Lindsay is coming back to the new one. Oh, okay. Not the original Tommy, but the original Lindsay is. That's cool. Yeah. So they're gonna have dinner later tonight. Allison's in the honor society. Uh, uh, Allison asks Karen about if Lori's coming. And Karen makes a face that, oh, yeah, I talked to her. Um, Yeah, and you can tell that Karen's fucking lying. Oh, yeah, you can tell. But this girl asks a very simple and direct question that is impossible to misunderstand. And this bitch just looks at her like she's speaking a different language. Oh, yeah, Yeah. she kind of, like, looks up, like, um... And then... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she yeah, has yeah. to like explain the question. It's like, what? You can tell, but I, I feel like it was to make us also believe, understand that she's lying. Like, they yeah. wanted the audience to know that, yeah, that she is Trying lying. to make it a little bit more obvious. Mm-hmm. So, Karen is played by Judy Greer, which we all love. We and love then, that. yes. And then, Allison is played by Andy Matichak. Sorry if I'm saying her name wrong. <laughs> wow, are you saying a last <laughs> name wrong? <laughs> and, fun fact this is her first movie. Yeah, really? Yes. Yeah. They oh. were they were actually not going to go for an, a new... So they went with a new actress only because Lori, back in the first one, that was her first movie. Okay. Since her That's granddaughter cool. is basically an homage to Lori, yeah. they brought in a new actress for her. I like that. Originally, they had Emma Roberts and I think Lucy, Lucy Hale, Hale, which is yeah. from Pretty Little Liars. Oh. Yeah. 
for the granddaughter. But, but I they, really do I'm like that they, they went with an unknown. No, yeah. I, and she did amazing. I think she, she did yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like with Emma Roberts, I would have just seen other roles yes. from her other yeah, movies. Who's Emma Roberts again? Um, she, um, Screen Queens. Queens Horror, American Horror it's Story. Holiday. It's the guy from... Ameri- oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. She, she's, American Horror. she does older great as a bitch. Now. She's older now, though. Yeah, she's like in her 30s. Yeah, but she looks she still Yeah, looks she looks young. very young. She can play... Just, she that's has the that thing. face. She can play a teenagers. Mm-hmm. I mean... But I'm we glad because I kind of hate that movies have like a 50-year-old man playing like a high schooler. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Throw, throws Not only out. that, with Emma Roberts, she's just so known that I would have just been taken out of it. Yeah, I feel like... It, like Emma, Emma Stone or some shit like that mm-hmm. where it's like she's been everywhere and yeah. just like seeing her uh, in another role. Lucy Hale maybe could have passed... But I just know Lucy from Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it would have given the same effect with her. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I feel like this chick did amazing. It mm-hmm. it gives the whole, like, Lori wasn't known in Halloween and she isn't known here. So it's like yeah, she's perfection. A great, she's a great actress. And she they actually like look like ending. family. Yeah, she mm-hmm. did pretty good. Yeah, this, this scene, like, they look like a normal family. I just, again, for me, it's just like there were so many lines that were so fucking oh, yeah. random that for like, sure. it threw me off. And But, I mean... I see what they were trying to do is that this is just like yeah. a normal family. Yeah. It's at least that you see that Lori's not living a normal life, but the Her daughter is. and family is normal. Mm-hmm. So for the most I part. I like the contrast. Mm-hmm. So then we get the homage to the first one, the whole walking scene, except in the first one, it was them walking from, from school to home. And now we're walking from home to school. Yeah. And in my notes, I wrote same town question mark because it looks exactly the same. Like the I same think street. It is. Yeah. I think I don't it, know if they, 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 yeah. Because after the title it scene, it says Haddonfield, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. They're all in Haddonfield still. And I, I don't know if it's the same exact town they filmed in the first. I got to okay. look that up. Yeah. yeah oh, it I might what be. You mean, like the yeah, same that's, area. That's what it's just, it looks a lot it, more Halloween-y this time. Yeah. It mm-hmm. looks, it looks really good. Yeah, like really very. Nice. The uh, fall. I was going to say, like, a, a good parallel to the first movie. Also, mm-hmm. the budget was bigger than the first one. So that's that's true. true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By a lot. And that's when uh, the whole brother theory is debunked, yeah, too, right? Yeah, so we meet Vicky and Dave, and yes. Dave asks Allison if it's a, if, if wasn't it her brother that murdered all those teenagers, and we get the whole backstory, like, fuck Halloween 2 and on. <laughs> Yeah. This is after Halloween one, so no, they're not brother and sister. Those are exact quotes. Literally in the movie. It's just a rumor everybody made up or whatever. It's they're basically saying that all the other movies are just rumors yeah, in the so, universe. So there's no question about it. So people are like, Well, actually, can you fit in this movie? Like, no, they mm. made it very clear. Yeah. And also, doesn't like the boyfriend, uh, what's his name again? Dave. Dave kind of look like Dylan Sprouse and like Johnny young jo- Johnny Depp. Yes. It's one hundred percent. But like, like there were a couple angles where I was like, "Is it no?" His face Is annoys it? me so. Hey, they, I don't they, care. I I really like those two. Like yeah. I'm, oh, they're I'm, really cute. I yeah, love those two. Vicky's one of one of the best characters of this movie. Yes, she's fucking hot. yeah, I love her. I feel like it's she didn't get enough time, yeah. but mm-hmm. yeah, she did pretty good with what she had going on for her for yeah. her storyline. I think she did pretty. She good. was basically yeah. the. The Annie of the movie, the one other babysitter yes. from Halloween. And she was very. Yep. But a likable version of Annie. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, people like Annie. I guess it was just us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't like Annie. Because mm, Annie I feel and like I. I'm a, this is going to sound very rude. And I'm no one to speak about this. But uh, what's his name again? I forgot his name. Dave. Dave has like every part 
of Johnny Depp and Dylan Sprouse that's unattractive on him. Oh, that's mean. But I, I feel like I don't, that's accurate. Yeah, I don't feel like he was. I, yeah, I don't feel like he was attractive, but I, I liked him as a character. Yeah. Yeah. I feel he like was he also... was perfectly fine. Like he w- I, in other movies, like a new teenager mm-hmm. would fucking annoy the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. But he was actually fine. Like I, had, mm-hmm. I liked him. Yeah, I, I, I just was... love that he was smoking and he kept asking her questions, and then Vicky's like, "Shut the fuck up, Dave." He's <laughs> <laughs> like that one friend. Yeah. That have. That's me. He had a lot of like really awkward lines, but he pulled them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awkwardly, but still well. Yeah. Oh, and sorry, when I say attractive, I don't mean it that he's a minor. I know he's a teenager. I'm just saying the the actor is of age. Yes. So please don't come for me. (laughs) Jesus. This CW version, how I say it, because they're all teenagers playing adults or adults playing teenagers. Sorry. Since we're talking about Dave, I want to bring this to mind. He exploded at Jack Lantern. Who's going to come after him now? Do you guys know? Oh, guys Sam. Know? Sam. Yeah. Oh. These are all connected. I'm sorry. That's the first thing I wrote in my notes. I'm like, he's going to die by Sam now. You see Sam in the background getting pissed. Yes. I, want, yeah, I, I would love that. Sam versus Michael. Ooh, I love that. I want to see it. They both have to do with Halloween. I want that tattooed on my body. Yeah. Ooh. Sure. Oh, let's do it. One day. Okay. <laughs> if I'm the podcast we, makes enough money i'm this, glad we had you on here just for that one line yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you can go frankie see you can leave now uh no i'm taking over this so both of y'all fired <laughs> <laughs> just kidding you guys so, i love you i love you now now we meet cameron Fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so now we meet cameron allison's boyfriend at school and Oscar, his annoying best friend that I don't yeah. like. He looks like Foggy. If anybody out there has seen Daredevil, he looks just like a jun- like a Foggy okay, Junior. We're moving on. Carlos, continue. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> so we basically get the exposition that Cameron's going to have dinner with her parents. He doesn't really want to, but they're going to still do it. They're going to go on Halloween as Bonnie and Clyde. And... Oscar gets kind of mad because I guess him and Cameron were supposed to go together, but in a costume, but they're not. And then we cut to the classroom scene where it's the same exact scene, kind of from the first one where Lori's sitting in the back. Yeah, it's almost shot exactly like the original one. She looks out the window, but instead of when Lori sees Michael, Allison sees her grandmother, Lori, which is the whole thing I'm saying that Lori has turned into the boogeyman. Yes, I love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very symbolic. For some reason, I feel like the shot of her outside feels so awkward. I don't know why. It's true. But it's just because she's just standing there, I guess. I, I don't know. I really don't know how to describe it. It's just for me, I feel like there could have been a different way of her. Like yeah. maybe like leaning on something or sitting down. I don't know. I guess it, I know it's like Michael was standing outside. She's there. also kind of erotic. So they might that's, have done that on purpose. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. But I have a really, really, really good fun fact about this Ooh. scene. The oh, teacher, yeah, you said that. <laughs> yeah, the teacher is actually played by PJ Souls, who played Linda in the original Halloween movie. Oh, what? That's the Linda's the the slutty one, right? Yep, the one that got killed with with the with ghost? the, with the co- phone cord. Oh, yeah. While she yeah, was having right. sex, well, yeah. Lori thought she was having sex. Yep. Wait, I'm sorry. Who was that? Was the a teacher, teacher from the, the teacher oh, talking? That was actually played by PJ Souls, That's which awesome. is Linda. That is a fun yeah. fact. Yeah. I don't. I think the reason they didn't show her was because Linda died in the universe, so oh, they didn't. That's like, true. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's pretty cool. I like mm-hmm. that. I like that a lot. That they still gave her some something. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm, that's what I'm saying. They they're trying to bring elder characters back, mentioned somewhere somehow. So that was a little fun fact. So then, uh, Lori gives Allison the money. 
she tells her to go to fuck college and go to Mexico. Yeah. And she said that her mom would kill her. And she basically said, fuck what your mom says. Just go to Mexico. I, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I just love Lori, it so much. Lori's just like that cool ass grandma. Yeah. That, that like when she gives you like a, a little kiss on the cheek, she kind of slips in like a $20 bill. Yep. Except yeah. this time it's a stimulus <laughs> check around your pocket. Yeah. More than a stimulus <laughs> check. Lori has changed so much in 40 years that it's crazy. Yeah. This is why I kind of wanted them to kind of keep one of the other ones a retcon to kind of see her journey because yeah. it's been a long time. Yeah. But anyways. I really liked the um, or I okay, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it because I liked it, but it was also kind of like whoa, that's a little unrealistic because Lori says your mom will get over it, and then this girl like she yeah. turns to leave and um. What's her name? Allison. Allison is like, why can't you get over? Or why can't you? Mm-hmm. And then Lori kind of turns around like, what did you just say? And she's like the boogeyman. And like, and then she's just like, get over it. And my grandma would have beat my ass. Nope. <laughs> yeah, because she, she basically says that Michael took priority over her life. It cost her her family and everything. And then Lori says something along the lines that I give the way that I prepared her. Or the way that I raised her means that I prepare for the horrors of this life or that she's prepared for, then I can live with that. Yeah. Like, she's like, doesn't matter if I lost her as a daughter. She doesn't care. As long as she's safe, I'm okay. And she's prepared for whatever comes her way. Right. Mm -hmm. She's just, this is, it shows how fucked up she, like, in her head she is. Yeah. I think this whole scene is just to show you that she is in survivor mode. Yep. Mm -hmm. Because, again, I am sorry. I love my grand, if, if I had grandchildren... I'm sorry, I love y'all, but I ain't going to give you $3,000. <laughs> Excuse you. I'm going to go on vacation. Yeah, I'm going to but, Mexico, but, bitch. But, you know, it shows you that she she don't care about luxury. She don't she care about anything. Well, she can't leave Haddonfield because Michael's also yes. still there. Yeah. That's the thing. It's all about Survivor. Mm-hmm. About being ready for Michael. Mm-hmm. Don't care about the money. Don't care about anything. Mm-hmm. Don't even care about family, basically, she's saying. Yes. Even well, though no, she does care well, about she the cares, family, yeah. she doesn't care that they love her in return yeah. as long as they're going to survive. She's yeah. given them what, sh- what she can. Mm-hmm. So now we get a little bit of a montage and we have Lori shooting mannequins, kind of like cleaning her guns and stuff. She being a bad bitch. This is bad bitch mode Lori. Yeah. We have the podcasters. <laughs> we have the podcasters <laughs> listening to Loomis's um, tapes from before. Saying that Michael is evil and that he needs to die. There's no way of saving him. And Michael now is getting transferred. And we have Lori outside sitting in her truck looking over at the rehabilitation center. Seeing Michael get transferred. She's drinking. She's crying. And we get this iconic shot of her screaming. And as she's screaming, it's a shot from the side looking out the window of the uh, driver's seat. And you see Michael coming towards her as she's screaming. That shot is so fucking beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like... Mm-hmm. it's powerful like yeah. she has that you can just feel like, and they what do she that they do that a lot in h2o where she'll look in a window or through a mirror or out a window and michael's in the reflection behind uh, her mm-hmm. what if she was drunk driving and she was the reason that the bus veered off the road and that window shot is actually michael coming towards her before she drives off hmm okay did I, was, you? I just pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> yeah, I saw you. I, I like it. <laughs> the only way I could say that she didn't do it because her truck is fine afterwards. If you see the truck well, again. Well, I mean, it could have just been that, like, the well, bus veered the veered off the road to avoid hitting her. 
I honestly mm-hmm. like what Frankie said, and it, that it might have been the doctor. Yeah. I, think, I said that. Wait, you said that? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I think we all agree yeah, to the I same thing, so it's yeah. fine. But that's a very good Because there, what reason was for the doctor to get on the bus? He really did not have no, no reason to, to get on the there. bus with Michael. No. He made an excuse to like, I have to, he's mine until he gets to his next facility. Like, yeah. no, he's yeah. not yours anymore. He's already on the bus. Leave him alone. We all know he's a fucktart. Move on. Yeah. Nope. Mm-hmm. So we're moving on. Dinner scene. So now we have the scene with uh, Karen, Ray, Allison, and Cameron. And this is another scene where they're just talking about nothing. Yeah. They're talking about how uh, Ray used to be friends with Lonnie back in the day and that they used to smoke weed and that they're going to go to the dance, to the Halloween dances tomorrow. They're going as Bonnie and Clyde, but with a twist. Yeah. And then Lori shows up. Oh, because uh, Allison asked Karen about where's grandmother coming, and Karen again makes that uh, uh line face. <laughs> and Lori shows up, and she's like, hey, I'm the grandmother, Lori. You can tell she's kind of <laughs> shaken up. And she grabs a glass of wine, just starts chugging it, and yeah. Karen's like, mom, can you just sit down? And Lori sits down, and she starts crying, and she says that she saw him, the shape. Yeah, which I was like, ooh, they call him the shape. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. And then she walks outside because Karen's being a bitch. And <laughs> Allison follows behind her grandmother and hugs her. And then we get the exposition of how Karen, how she was raised, that she learned to shoot a gun and fight when she was yeah, eight. we get like a montage scene of her like when she was younger. Mm-hmm. She, You see her shooting a little rifle and she says, gotcha. And... She basically says that you now can see the paranoia that she projected onto me. Uh, oh, that she oh, she was also taken away from her when she was 12. Yeah. So she was basically in crazy house for four years. And she used to have nightmares about the basement. Yada, yada, oh, yada. yada. That scene is so creepy when they're like, fuck, mm-hmm. like, like working on the basement. Mm-hmm. That shit freaked me out. I was like, that looks scary as hell. As a kid, I would have been like, no, um, that's we don't go there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And then now we cut to a dad and son and a son that wants to dance. He doesn't want to go hunting anymore, fishing. He just wants to dance. I call him Slim Shady Jr. because he looks like Eminem. <laughs> and I just love this he whole scene. He has a really raspy voice yeah, for a little kid. cool. I like, like it. Hey, dad, I just want to go dancing. I don't want to go. I don't want to go hunting with you. It's not that I don't love and you. He, and he's like, but it, do you, is dancing really important? Like, you don't want to go fishing. He's like, no, dad, I, I, I really like dancing. It's like my passion and yeah. stuff. And I was like, and, I'm sorry, this kid's acting is a little off because it just cuts to Dad, look out! Like, <laughs> like, yeah. like, um, what? And we get another homage to the first one where all the patients just on the street, just mm-hmm. kind of wandering around. The dad goes to check what's going on, and then the kid is just looking around. The dad doesn't come back. He calls the cops, basically tells the cops what happened. There was an accident, people running up, loose people on the road. He goes to go look for his father. Runs up, runs up on this officer. This officer tells him to run like he's in Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's Park. like a jump scare. Like, mm-hmm. it just fucking yeah. scares the shit out of him. And then he goes into the bus. Sartain pops his little oompa oompa ass <laughs> out. And like, don't shoot. And gets shot in the shoulder. <laughs> he, like, obviously, the kid's going to shoot. Yeah. Yo, the only thing that went through my head was like, he got shot one time. <laughs> Just like Lumen on the first movie. Honestly, I wish this kid would have just shot him in the head because I fucking hate this doctor. They should have just finished him off right here. I just love the kid that's like, oh shit. And he just runs out. <laughs> he pieces the fuck out. The kid well, runs back. T- no, go ahead. I'm, I was just going to say, if they shot him in the head, that wouldn't be good for plot, Carlos. That's yeah, true. that's true. I we guess. need a movie. Uh, whatever. 
They should have killed him. The kid runs back to the truck. He gets in the truck, and then that he gets Annie killed. So we basically get the same kill that we got in the original oh, from Annie. Annie oh, killed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I see what you did there. So yeah, he chokes him, and then kind of he does the Annie phase, the, uh, and Which, then breaks his neck. That's the first time we see Michael kill a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my yes. god. That that's what I wrote in my notes. I'm yeah. like, he has balls. He cut. He killed the kid. Poor kid. Like he this also, kid is younger than Allison. Yeah. He also obviously sat in the back seat waiting for the driver to come back. So I'm wondering if maybe he thought that it was the old man, like. Well, no, because he killed the dad. Yeah, he already killed him. Like he was next. next Well, he's also from an insane asylum, so (laughs) yeah, Yeah. it's just weird because we never see him kill. Like, well, I mean, the teenagers, I guess, because they're high schoolers, but like a lot younger. I feel like Michael saw this kid as a threat because he had a gun. That's good. Mm. Fair enough. I feel like Michael's like it's like later the baby's not a threat to him, so he's gonna leave him alone. I see that. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So then we have Officer Hawkins that gets the call. And also, hmm. the kid just wants to dance, so that's a threat too. <laughs> Michael's like, "Fuck your dream, bitch!" Snap your neck. Yep, he danced on his neck. <laughs> so, uh, Officer Hawkins, we meet him now, and he gets the call for the for the scene. He goes to the scene, and everyone is pretty much wandering around. Still, he finds the dead father, yeah, the dead officers. Neck. That motherfucker's neck. He got that Michael Myers chiropractic practice on his <laughs> illest shit. <laughs> he fucked his life up. Oh, so funny. Um, he finds he finds Dr. Sartain on the floor of the bus. He's like, I've been shot. <laughs> I love it because he's just laying on the floor. Like, he's just laying down. He's like, I've been shot. Yeah. <laughs> he don't even know, like, who's looking. Like, it could be Michael. Like, yeah, like, oh, Fuck. But the officer is like, hey, officer here, but anybody hurt, but... Okay, but also the officer comes up and he's like, like, talking in the radio and he's like, officer down, I need assistance and backup right away. But he says it's so calm. He's like, officer down, I need assistance and backup right away. <laughs> He's probably like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> so... The podcast, we get the podcasters now at the graveyard. They're visiting Judith Meyer's tombstone. And we get the exposition of, like, Michael killed her on Halloween night. Which question? Did they put it back? Yeah, I'm assuming they did. Okay. Because I'm like, damn. So he took it out, and then you just put it back. Why wouldn't they put it back after they find it? I feel like it's in a crime scene. Unless they made a new one for her. It just uh, that's true. It's been forty years, so yeah. I was like, even if they made a new one, I feel it like it's just it's just a tombstone that Michael took. I don't see that. Ev- I don't see why they would keep a rock. Yeah, that's evidence. true. That's, yeah. I guess that's true. I was just like, I don't know, for some reason that popped into my head. <laughs> they probably why tested and see if he rock? killed someone with it, but other than that, yeah, he literally just put it over Annie's head and was like, very true. It's Judith. That, yeah, that's a mm-hmm. symbol. So they're at the tombstone. We get the whole backstory of when he killed Judith on Halloween night. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of, the lady that's giving them the tour, the graveyard basically, sees Michael from afar. But we don't, she doesn't know that it's Michael. But you see him kind of like hiding behind a tree, but we still don't see his face. This yeah. kind of bugged me because she goes like, oh, I don't know. This is the, she says, oh, that Judith Myers uh, grave was basically, is the most popular one. But then she goes like, oh, I don't know why everybody wants to come and see it. Like, so how many years have you been working here? Right. Yeah. How is it that you don't know about this? And you like, oh, mm-hmm. so many people came looking. If somebody tells me that, the first thing I'm going to do is jump on Google and start searching well, why is this bitch so popular. Not only that, it's like you live in a town where like that is the most famous thing that's ever happened. And yep. she's a older woman. Like, I mm-hmm. understand if teenagers don't don't know about <gasps> Michael. 
Oh my god, do you know who she is? Who? Who? You you seen the trailer, right, for the new movie? Yeah. Isn't she the black lady in the trailer screaming when Michael's in front of her? <gasps> yes. Yeah. <gasps> oh wow, I like that they're doing that. Okay, okay, okay. I'm excited for the Wait, next one. What? Well, I'll show you the trailer afterwards. This lady's in the new trailer. Yeah, in the new trailer, she ah. she's yeah. there. So it's, she go about to find out firsthand what why, the fuck happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so now we have Officer Hawkins in the t- uh, in the town in the hospital. Obviously, he's in the town, and we meet the sheriff, and they're at the hospital. Yeah, we don't we didn't I, we forgot his name. I yeah, I didn't get his name. I apologize, but I feel like we'll meet him again in the yeah. sequel. He's he, probably gonna he's get a cop killed with the with the cool hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I like. I have a feeling him. he's gonna get murdered either in the second or third one for being that one cop that just didn't believe. <laughs> yeah, he's and just then, a fucking dick. Mm-hmm. So basically Hawkins concerned that he's looking at the patient list from all the escapees and the one that brought up his attention was Michael Myers. Yeah, he has a highlighter and everything. Yep. Um off uh, officer. Dr. Sartain hasn't woken up yet, so they can't really get questions from him. And then the sheriff is like convenient. Oh. Right. <laughs> and then the sheriff is like, Oh, what are we gonna do? Cancel Halloween? And I'm like, Yeah. Yeah. Because it's literally Michael Meyers. Loose. Yeah. It's true. I mean, have you uh, read the history books? Have you seen the first movie? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Or anything after that. Literally. But that doesn't exist. So (laughs) now we get the gas station scene from Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Oh, gosh. (laughs) And because in Halloween 4, Michael is at a gas station. That's how he gets his jumpsuit again. And it's the same exact thing what happens here. But except this Loomis and he escapes, yeah. So it's uh, Dana needs to use the bathroom, so she goes to the bathroom. We see that the mask is in their the trunk of their car. With like a bunch of like evidence file Mm -hmm. that she's going through and all that. Um so she goes up to the cashier and she says that she needs to use the loo and he goes the wit and she goes (laughs) the bathroom. So she goes to the bathroom, which is now the another homage to Halloween H two O. Jesus. Which makes no damn sense, but I carry on. Why? Because keep keep going. No, 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 no. I don't don't, want to go. No, why? Because when we when we were watching H2O last Mm -hmm. night, you were like, oh, this is in the new movie. And I take a look, you know, we're watching it, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's just they're just in the bathroom. Well, yeah, I get I I, I get what you're saying, because in H2O he doesn't do anything to the people. Yeah, like he she literally sees him in the reflection of the mirror. And that's it. But the that scene takes five seconds. And then in this one, it's like the whole 15 minutes of everybody getting killed. I, I get that, but it's still an homage because it's literally the same exact bathroom. If you look at the bathrooms, they're exactly the same. I don't That's I don't That's see the it. thing. They're just paying. Because I think in H2O, that was like a little popular scene because you think he was going to do something, but he doesn't. He just leaves. Yeah. I still don't Me. like it. <laughs> nice argument, exactly. Frankie. You are not a true fan, sir. <laughs> Carlos, you got shut the fuck up. No, no, no. He said, meh. No. So fuck you. You're just not a true fan. <laughs> not a true fan. No, no, no. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I see what you see. But when you say, when you, I feel like people make it seem like such a big deal. When. Because they literally copied the scene. I don't, I, I don't know. I just don't, I don't see, I don't see the copy. Like I see the similarities, but exactly. that's all I see. I don't see a copy. Like his similarity is like they're in the bathroom. Yeah. That, that's literally it. It's and in Michael's the bathroom. In it's a lady 
another lady, except in the H2O was a, a lady with her daughter, and you think he was going to kill the daughter, but he doesn't. He just leaves the bathroom. He, and then, he actually does and, something and about it. And in this one, it's an actual scared. In yeah, he actually H2O, does something about it here. And H2O is it's a fake scared. Well, because the Michael in H2O is a fucking pussy. That's why. Oh. This one is not. <laughs> I don't think I Michael's guess. a mermaid. Huh? What? I don't know. <laughs> what? Wait, what's going on now? Is it H2O a mermaid show? No. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. You're fired. Anyways, uh, Aaron is putting gas. And I like this scene because you always see Michael in the back, either walking around or doing something. Do you scenes. think that that lady saw Michael and that's why she was like creepily staring? I, I think she saw what he was doing, but I, I don't know. That was just a weird because, shot. Yeah, because uh, the guy, Aaron is his name. Yeah. He, like, like, he, he pieces he at no- her. Yeah, he noticed that she's acting kind of like she has like that weird stare on her mm-hmm. face. So he kind of like makes a peace sign at her. But you see like her like. Because looking- she looks at him and looks away and then looks back at him. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you see Michael walking in the back behind mm-hmm. him. So I don't know if she noticed and knew who he was. She was or giving what? Michael the signals like, like you can go now. <laughs> I don't know. Her name is Michelle Myers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, so yeah, when Dana does ask to go to the bathroom, you see and she walks away, you see Michael in the back beating up the mechanic. Yes. And then she's in the bathroom. Aaron comes in to for the cashier and he sees that the cashier has been fucking Busted into the destroyed to death. Yeah, his face is just. And then. And all his teeth are gone. That's important. Yes, it is. And he goes into the mechanic room, and the mechanic has basically been killed and his clothes stripped off. And then Michael's in the bathroom, basically opening all the all the doors in the stalls. Slowly. Slowly. He gets to Dana's stall and he tries to open it. And Dana's like, I'm sorry, someone's in here. And then she, like, rolls her eyes at him. And I'm like, don't be a bitch. What if he had to go? <laughs> you know, he's only trying to kill you. Like, can you, like, be more considerate? Right. So he decides to come back. He puts his hands over the stall and drops a whole bunch of teeth on the floor. Ugh, that's mm-hmm. so eerie. Which oh is very creepy. Yeah. Which which I love that she has no reaction. She just kind of, like, looks down like, oh, what's Because I don't think she can tell what it is yet. Yeah. Oh, it, it's okay. just, like, something falling on the floor. And she's like, what is that? And then she slowly, like, it dawns on her. Oh, okay. yeah. I, see, okay. I think she probably, like me, she don't have her glasses on. And I'm like, bitch, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what <Yeah>. are those? <laughs> so then Michael tries to break through the door. And so she's... She decides to do the dumbest shit ever. Oh, she yeah. starts crawling underneath the other stalls, acting like the other doors are not open. Yeah. So Michael gets to her. She kicks him away, and then Aaron walks in with a crowbar. Wait, you missed the part that she bumps her head into the toilet, which I thought <laughs> oh, was fucking great. So funny. Okay. She just goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> so Aaron walks in, and she's like, Aaron, Aaron. And then Aaron and Michael start fighting. Aaron like falls in love for a second though. He open he slams the door open for the bathroom with a yeah. crowbar and he goes, Michael? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, who else, bitch? Like. So then they basically start fighting. And like Dana had an opportunity to bust open that star door and start beating the fuck out of Michael with the crowbar mm-hmm. behind him. And she does not. She's like, you know what? She's a little pussy. Yeah, Aaron didn't fuck me good last night. He needs to go. <laughs> Oh yeah, because there's a deleted scene where they get freaking dicky, right? Yeah, in the shower, and my and Aaron's wearing Michael's mask. 
in Wait, that scene. What? Oh yeah, yeah. the deleted scene. We'll, yeah. we'll show you after oh this. Oh my god. Yeah, it's kind of like a cheap jump scare where he kind of like scares the. <laughs> he's wearing the mask and he's butt ass naked. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. What? Yes, That's basically. Funny. It's pretty hot though. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> So, but hey, since we're already talking about the podcasters, I want to point out that mm. I really like the actress like performance on this. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, when she deserves she, an Oscar for the screams. Yeah, when she's like screaming, in you can face. see it in her face that she is like genuinely scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she's watching practical effects be done, so I mean, I would be scared would be even even though I know that it's fake. I'd be fucking yeah. freaking yeah, that out is true. too. I I kind of find it a little comedic the scene where she's trying to hold the stall like clothes and she's screaming because Michael's shaking it so she's just j- jerking around going <laughs> but I, 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 her face though like looks really yeah, like she looks yeah, unnerving yeah, yeah I love it but, I feel like the like the the action scenes in this movie mm-hmm. are just fucking great because this scene like the whole time you're like oh fuck like what the fuck's gonna happen then you see this mm-hmm. motherfucker comes in like you, it, it, you're just tense, and then when it comes to the ending, that ending scene, I stopped writing because I was just like, just so nervous of like, where is he gonna, where yep. is he, what's happening? Like, mm-hmm. it's they did a perfect job of. I think they're very creative in this yes. movie, like mm-hmm. with the teeth, like the whole thing. Like, I think it's very, very creative. Not like other movies, which I think is one of my main complaints with Michael, where his kills are kind of like. Eh, yeah, they okay. Stabs, yeah. stab, yeah. kill I feel like you, for these whatever. Trying to like bump for, it up. Yeah, for this one, they're trying to bump it up, and I think they did a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. And they're trying know? to catch up to all his kill, his basically his kill counts from all the other ones into three movies now. Yeah, because yeah. he he killed a bunch of mo- mm-hmm. people in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and especially the the one scene where he well that yeah, it yeah. happens later, but there's like one scene that he kills like four people. Yeah, like it's yeah. It's so yeah, this, Aaron, oh, sorry, uh-huh. this this scene uh, it was a problem for me i i couldn't handle it (laughs) yeah you like started getting really tense and like i could tell because you like changed completely like you were cuddling up and then you were just like like blank face you weren't even looking you weren't even holding my hand and i was like you okay and i got scared because i'm like okay guys when we watch evil dead 2013 <laughs> this was sydney every 30 minutes and i had to stop the movie so i'm like oh shit like is she like not okay like she's gonna start crying or something like that and she was like hey it's fine and I, but i got worried because i'm like no like if you're not okay let me know but she was like no let's just go power through it yeah. so props to her she she didn't okay, have a shut break. up shut up i don't <laughs> want an applause <laughs> um so. i the scene, I don't know why it had such an impact on me. Like, it was just, like, I think it's watching gruesome. watching him get, like, beat up like that and him just, like, coming back for more just to save her. I don't mm-hmm. know. It it traumatized me. And I, I won't lie. I wanted to, like, stop watching after that. But And, again, it looks very real. So I kind of yeah. understand where you're coming from. Because the first time I watched it, I was like, <gasps> Oh no, he's getting yep. fucked up. Yeah. yeah. And it's like Bad. you see his face like kinda almost like mm-hmm. fucking like there's a hole in his fucking face pretty mm-hmm. much. It, it's just it's a gruesome scene. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's really fucked up. It fucked me up so much that I stopped writing. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Aaron gets fucked up and uh then he goes in and basically kills Dana by breaking her neck and drops her on the ground. He goes outside, opens her trunk, and puts on his iconic mask, and he's Michael Myers. That scene is so sick. It's like a slow-mo of him, like, popping the trunk. 
puts his mask on and then puts it back down. And it's it's so good. It's mm-hmm. such a good scene. I wonder if they're going to bring the male podcast podcaster back for the next movie. Podcaster. Yeah, oh, yeah whatever. We, we don't <laughs> whatever, see him whatever. There. Yeah, that yeah, and then when they when they start um when the next scene when the cops come and they start taking the bodies away, like they show like two different bodies, but they don't show the Aaron guy on the floor or even dead. They don't even mention him. So it's like, is he alive? Is yeah, he, he dead? Yeah, just looked like he gave up in the corner. Yeah, there. like it was just like, that's it. We're not showing I mean, any more I mean, he could have him. bled out in the time but the cops got there. Or he could still be alive. Who knows? Yeah. It just they left it ambiguous, so mm-hmm. we'll see. I mean, if he comes... Honestly, what if he's like the one in the... Tri- what if he did live and in that little teaser we got of Halloween Kills where like... It's like the newer one where Michael slashes the knife at someone. You see the blood like the beginning of the teaser. Yeah. What if that's him again? Yeah, I mean, oh, he probably, probably now he's going to be like, oh, you know, Michael Myers killed my boo. So now I have to go kill Michael Myers. Yeah. You know how in, uh, what was the one that we were watching? Like the first 10 minutes of uh, H2O. Resurrection. Oh, Resurrection. Resurrection. Sorry, yeah, Resurrection. What if like in Resurrection, Michael puts a mask on somebody else and it's him and he's the one that gets trapped. Oh, like Michael oh. didn't fight Laurie at yeah. the end? Yeah, because no. he was Please like, he was like, fuck you for putting it on while you were fucking that o- that bitch over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> now you can have it on while you die. Oh my god, that's dark. No, no. Um, so we cut to a news report, and basically of the bus crash, Laurie finds out. She freaks out. She gets ready for battle. Karen, we cut to Karen's house. Karen is home. She walks in, calling for Ray. No one answers. And then Ray walks in the house and Lori jumps out from the stairs and scares them goes, with a gun. Boom, dead. Mm-hmm. Like she's like kind of testing them. Yep. And then she tells Karen that she's ignorant, that she has no security camera. <laughs> I love this so much. And <laughs> she just <laughs> she just snuck into the house to roast everybody. Boom, roasted, boom, roasted. <laughs> everybody roasted in this house. Um, <laughs> No one Could believes have prevented her. Prevented the roasting if you just locked your damn doors. <laughs> yep. No one's believing her, and no one's like giving her the time of day, which is why I feel like Karen should have just died in this movie, because I like she's. Her, she, I do like her, but she's that one character yeah. that doesn't believe, and it's like I wish they would have killed her in a slow, painful death by Michael Myers's hand, while Laurie watched ha- ha- happen. Basically, her looking at Laurie Yo, saying, "I believe you, you now." No, 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 <laughs> and. So that made her realize, like, you should have believed your mom. You should have been ready. And look at you now looking fucking stupid, dying by Michael. And this is why I wanted the whole uh, grandma and granddaughter situation for the second one. With the mom out of the picture. Hey, there's, I mean, the next movie's called Halloween Kills. So it could have been, it could be like Halloween Kills Karen. I I And Karen's literally acting like a Karen. So I I do disagree with your whole entire thing. But I mean, hey, that's my point of view. But I don't think if they would have killed Karen, then the whole matriarch, matriarch, little mentor, matriarchy. Oh, matriarchy. there you go. Yeah, that's okay. the word. Will fall apart because no, I know. In this one, you have three generations. Like you mentioned earlier, that yeah, um, Scream was the one that did the whole three survivors at once. But in this one, you have Laurie Strode, the baddest bitch of all main facts girls with her daughter and granddaughter Mm -hmm. you know i think that's what makes this movie so i don't know what's that word no Um, 
when it's not the patriarchy, you have the matriarchy, matriarchy uh-huh. and then you have girl power, basically. Okay. It's feminist. Very, yeah, it's very feminist when it comes to that. Because then you have, even though Judy, I mean, sorry, Karen acts like such a dumbass the whole entire movie, like, she is prepared for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She is fully prepared. Okay, but she also does make a good point where she was like, my mom raised me to be paranoid mm-hmm. and erratic just like her like she put her paranoia on me and now i have to deal with that Mm -hmm. and so now she's really just trying to be healthy and live her life and yeah she's dumb for not believing her mom in this situation but she's also probably heard this her entire life so she's like calm down like i i can't deal with this in my life Mm -hmm. for you to be acting like this and adding also to that is that she's been dealing with this for a long time in mm-hmm. her childhood that this is gonna you need to do this because this is gonna happen it's like the boy and who nothing cried ever wolf. happens yeah mm-hmm. like and she's just like you're just i don't have a childhood because of you like mm-hmm. i'm i don't know how to live like a normal life because you treated me this way growing up and nothing ever happened mm-hmm. so i'm she's just trying to recover so it's realistic for her to act like that even though we're over here like no she's right you Bitch, have to Michael's listen right to her behind you. <laughs> no, no no i get that i get that but i feel like it would have been I feel like if they would have also went with the way of killing her, I would have been fine oh, with yeah. it too. Oh, yeah, like it would have been to a like, little twist. Beli- you like... should have believed your mom when you had the chance and look at you now. Well, I like that they didn't believe her because now she can look back and be like, okay, my mom well, did yeah, have no, a point no. And I And I do like to, now we're going to see the results of Halloween and Halloween kills of what's going to happen now that Karen yeah, knows what's happening. we still have time. That mm-hmm. could still happen. That's what I'm saying. I just really hope it doesn't happen. I don't know. Yeah, I, I really like her. I just like, really yeah. like Karen. I don't know. That's I like Karen funny. too, but I have a feeling Halloween is going to end with Michael, Laurie, and Karen dead. And mm. Allison's going to be the one to yeah, she's gonna be witness it all. Girl. Yeah, which I do have something that I want to bring up later. Mm-hmm. Wait. It's like the very last scene, but yeah. I'm so sorry. So what if this is all just setting up to have like a, like a what's it called? uh like a just a giant cycle where like um so Lori was the final girl and then she started becoming paranoid and raised her family like that and now oh shoot allison 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 is gonna be a final Uh, girl and raise her family to be all paranoid yeah Yeah, it could be because i i mean what happens in the movie would traumatize Mm -hmm. anyone oh yeah so i don't i don't blame it if it is a whole cycle i like where they went with this movie because it's very realistic Mm -hmm. to a point yeah yeah i love this movie (laughs) so they basically kick uh laurie out of the house uh we get the crime scene of the gas station and we see that laurie's looking from afar what happened she knows that michael's there already and now we get the whole the iconic scene of at halloween night at the town basically michael shows up these two kids bump into him and this is an homage to Halloween 2 because in Halloween 2, a little kid bumps into the shape okay. with a boombox, just like these kids. Mm. Except in Halloween 2, the kid that bumped into the shape was actually his son in real life. Oh, that's cool. Was Dick Warlock's son. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is, I think this is a one-shot scene where Michael just yeah. is walking through. He walks down this uh, house's uh, side of the house, grabs a hammer from the shed. He goes inside of the house. And basically kills this lady, which she's also in a martial Halloween too. The lady making the sandwiches in Halloween mm-hmm. too. He grabs yeah. the knife and locks away. Except here, he goes inside, kills her with a hammer. Beat her ass. 
Yep. <laughs> we don't see it, though. No, we just hear it, and it sounds fucking juicy yep. and gruesome. He grabs the knife. He's walking out the house. There's a baby crying. He looks at the baby, kills the baby. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just eats him. <laughs> I was so scared he was actually going to yeah. kill the yeah, baby. Yeah, I was too in the fir- and when I first watched it. He doesn't do anything to the baby, which he I'm glad he did it. Yeah, he like, just Whoa. looks at it and walks away. Yeah, because the baby's no threat to him. There's no mm-hmm. point. So he goes outside, and then he goes and looks over, and there's some, he. I think he sees Julian's mom and dad. And I'm only saying this because I'm not saying it because they're black like Julian, but I'm assuming he was going down the houses in order. In or, yeah, because then that that's the third stop technically. Basically, that's the next scene after this. Yeah, this be. ends is Julian's house. So he sees them, and and they're also leaving to a party. Yes, which is what we get from why Julian is being babysat. So he. Are you sure those are his parents? Though they well, could be. They could be because I'm just theorizing. No, I don't no, no. Know. I know, and because. I just asked mm-hmm. if you're like 100% sure because, well, I don't know if it's when the cop goes into the, in the next couple scenes, mm-hmm. the cop goes into the house, mm-hmm. into Julian's house, and they he passes by the fridge and the fridge has a picture of a Asian, Asian, wait, Asian, sorry, mm-hmm. yeah. lady with Julian. Oh. So I'm like, maybe that's his mom. And oh. then his father is the, African-American. It's like African-American and he's mixed. It could be. That could be. Yeah. Or yeah. that could have been with another babysitter. But why would you have a picture <laughs> yeah. of another babysitter there when Vicky's there? Too? My mom, I have pictures with my babysitters. Oh. I feel like no, because Vicky, Vicky make Vicky makes it seem like she has been babysitting him for a while. That's true. That's true too. But what if so, what if that what if that was before Vicky? Because Vicky just just probably turned seventeen, so yeah. carry on. Anyways, <laughs> so anyways, Michael's walking down the sidewalk. He goes up to another house, walks up the balcony, and this lady's basically gets a call from a friend saying, "Oh, I'll lock my doors." I'm assuming her friend's calling her to tell her that Michael's loose or somebody's loose killing people. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Yeah, I'll lock my doors. I'll stay in, stay safe." Which she didn't lock her back door because obviously Michael walks in through the back door and stabs the fuck out of her neck, oh. and. <laughs> Which I think this scene is where it, there there's a cut because there's a specific, when Michael walks on the side they did a good idea of like you kind of see him going through the side of the the house mm-hmm. but then they ha- they have a light facing that way so you see his shadow mm-hmm. so it makes it even more obvious that he's going that way in case you miss it mm-hmm. but then she's just standing there and then she leaves for like a second and I think that's where since it, the camera's completely still I think it cuts there and then you get like the rest because. The next scene is pretty, it has CGI in it. Yeah, yeah, because so when I he think, goes through the neck. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's a lot of, there's a choreography that happens. I'm sure they probably like had to repeat that yeah. take multiple times. I think, yeah. I think everything's one take up to that point. Yeah. Basically. So now we get the school dance and we see that uh, Allison and Cameron dress as Bonnie and Clyde, but reverse, reverse. the genders. So yeah. she's, she's Clyde and he's Bonnie. Yes. And. She gets a call from Vicky, and then this is where we see that Vicky's babysitting Julian, which is why I thought that was the next house in the parents. And the yeah, 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 no, I know. And then Vicky basically invites her over to smoke some Alakazam, and Julian looks at her <laughs> like, bitch, I ain't dumb. I know what you mean. I know you, I know you brought your friends to smoke some weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love him, man. He's, he's so, so funny. cute. Yeah, he's adorable. So... Yeah, she they hang up after that, and then we get the whole uh, Vicky and Julian exposition. How you know they baby? She's been babysitting some shitty kids, and he's probably like 
one of the best or whatever. Yeah, he's one of the better kids. Yeah. Which is really cute. I think this was a scene that makes me like her because it's like, yeah. she's that cool babysitter. She wasn't yeah. an Annie. No, not at all. At and all. I liked her. She had like good chemistry. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like she's like, I'm babysitting this kid, but I'm just going to get, I'm just going to fuck, fuck, fuck the yeah. kid. But I'm going to go fuck my boyfriend while I'm babysitting yeah. him. Which, I mean, she kind of still... Well, not only that, she seems to, she seems more like a Lori as a babysitter. Because yeah. Lori seemed like she cared about Tommy in the original. And, like, even she takes him to bed. She puts him in bed. And even later, when, spoiler, she's getting killed, she tells him to run. She's not telling yeah. him to help oh, me. Yeah. Yeah. She's telling she's him to leave. the fuck out of mm-hmm. here, which is great. I, I yeah. like her. I like her a lot. Yeah, I do, too. Um, Have you seen Babysitter? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... The the whole relationship between them kind of reminded me of like the good part of the relationship in Babysitter. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Which I liked a lot. Yeah. Such so, a good movie, mm-hmm. Babysitter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then Julian's pretty much like comedic relief in this movie. Yeah, he's and just he's comedic. fantastic at it. Mm-hmm. He did a great job. And oh, yeah. guess what? He survived. He showed sure <laughs> sure it. I hope he's in the next movie. I really hope so. So we cut back to the dance, and at, well, he put she puts him to bed. Then we cut back to the dance, and Allison catches um, her boyfriend making out with a tiger, and she does not like that. <laughs> that sentence. <laughs> what? It was Tony the tiger. Which I got a I got a nitpick, but the outfit she was wearing is not dress code appropriate. At least for in high, my school? high school. Yep. Yeah, I in know. my high school, you have no. to be dressed up as a nun. Um, and that's it. Like, a like sexy a sexy nun? nun? No, like a legit nun. I think you have to go to church and everything, and it, it it's crazy. But you had to like actually be vowed in. Yep. Anyways, are all out. I'm like, excuse me. She catches him making out with slutty Tony well, the Tiger. Not making out. She kissed him. They made out. No, they didn't. No, she. They, they she just. Him. She just like. She, yeah, There's some just, tongue in there. You think tongue? so? Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know. I didn't look that much into it. There, there, there was definitely some tongue in here. Yeah, because you were uh, looking at other parts of her, huh? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I was just criticizing her outfit. Oh, there was some tongue. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Because Allison's just watching, like, she's like, oh, what just happened? But anyway, so, you know, they start fighting, and then she gets a call, and I think this time it's... Lori calling her. Yeah, Lori's the one calling. Yeah. yeah, and he throws the phone in either pudding Yo, or nacho him. cheese. He's toxic as Who fuck. The fuck mm-hmm. does that exactly? Which I guess this is the movie's way of being like, this is why she doesn't have a phone because he did this. But it's yeah. just not realistic. Who the fuck does that? Mm-hmm. I would never a grab crazy. someone's phone and just throw it into like. I hope he dies. I hate his line when he goes like, "Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna uh, get, gonna that? get that, or yeah. you want me to get it?" I'm like, "Excuse me, fucker." I should uh, bash your head again. We would have been broke. We would have been broken up. But that whole while that whole breakup is happening, Oscar's witnessing it. His best friend. He's like, "Oh, I'm a couple feel now and then." It's my move now. Yep. So then we cut to uh, Dave, not Dave, but Vicky, and Dave comes over to visit Vicky, and then he gives her this really cute pump jack o' lantern with heart shaped eyes. And he shows her the tattoo that he got, mm-hmm. and they start making out. Oh, he also introduces her to Tate, which is his little horse on a stick. <laughs> and she tells him that he's gonna get dry fucked tonight, and she does dry fuck him on the couch. Mm-hmm. And then Julian comes down the stairs, freaking out because he says he saw a creepy man in the hallway. So they go check it out. Julian tells her to send Dave instead of her going, but you know she's a good babysitter, so she ta- she takes Julian yeah. up there. 
She goes into Julian's room. She says to the, whatever's in the room to get out. And then she jump scares Julian because nobody was really there. And Julian's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, he scares her. <laughs> and then He's so cute, man. <laughs> he is. And then she puts him basically back to bed and she tells him good night. But before she leaves, he tells Julian tells her to close the closet door. When she tries to close the closet door. She like throws herself on the door too. She's like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I feel with this scene also, I feel like it would have been better if the closet door was not the closet door. The closet light was off and Michael came from the shadow. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been good. Yeah. But no, he slashes at Vicky and basically Vicky tries to run. Julian's like, oh shit. And tries to run away. (laughs) Peace the fuck out. (laughs) He he literally says, oh Oh, shit. shit. And between this is all happening, this scene, this whole entire scene, uh, Dave was basically downstairs playing with Julian's his dad's motorcycle. Yeah. In the meantime. And, and he drops it. Like, it yeah. just tips over. And he's like, oh, fuck. I mean, at this point, it doesn't high. really matter. Yeah, he's yeah. high as he's fuck, super too. high. <laughs> and basically, Michael pulls Vicky from her legs, pulls her into the room and kills her and shuts the door. And then Dave grabs the knife, I guess, to go save her and it cuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when... Um, Sorry, Vicky? Mm-hmm. That's when Vicky is screaming, help me. And when Julian comes back to try to help her, she's like, no, run. Mm-hmm. And then she keeps screaming, help yep. me. And it, she dies. And now we cut and we see that we get a reference now to Halloween 3, which is the three masks, the skeleton, the witch, and the, the yeah. jack-o'-lantern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Hawkins shows up to the house because there was a domestic disturbance, which was obviously what happened. He goes upstairs. And he's he's in Julian's room, and he sees that we get the whole homage of the ghost from the first one. Yeah. Oh, the sheet ghost, sorry. And Lori shows up, and she's crazy telling everybody to get inside with a gun, like a crazy old lady with a gun. America, (laughs) right? Yeah. So, uh, fun fact here, when she sees Michael in the mirror's reflection, this is actually played by the original Michael Myers. castle. Just that scene? This is the only scene we see him. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. That's cool. And then she. I wonder why. Yeah, I think it's the it's the first time she sees him in this in the costume in this movie. So it's kind of like it has to be the original shape. Yeah, it's true. Like this is the first time Lori actually gets to see Michael. So it's like an homage, but Mm -hmm. it just it seems pointless. I mean, because like just, people aren't gonna fans. know that unless they look it it's up. It's just a fun fact. I, guess. Yeah. I mean, it's like in Force Awakens how uh, they could also just say that. Yeah, and I mean, like in the Force Awakens, uh, the guy that plays James Bond, mm-hmm. he's one of the stormtroopers, and it's like you don't really get to see that. You yeah. don't yeah. get to know, like. You I just think, look it up, and it yeah, happens. I think yeah. it's just more for Lori and the whole production yeah, over and the there. The whole story of Halloween, yeah, more for them over there than for us, the fans. Yeah, well, and, it, and it's like once you find out, you're like, oh shit! So that means a lot. Like, and it's like the first time that she sees him. She hasn't seen him since the original. Yeah. In our in our case, is it kind of like when Pen- when like how they hit Pennywise makeup from the kids? Yeah. Yep. And it's like they, they saw Pennywise on set, like on while set, they were yeah. recording. That's creepy. Yeah. And, and cause they also like, they, what, what I was going to say, they, when the news started going around the movie, they're like, oh, Nick Castle's coming back. Nick, but Nick Castle was literally just in the scene. Hmm. It's like, they made a big deal for no it's reason. It's probably so that they could say that. Yeah. 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 Um, 
So she shoots she shoots at him, but it was just a reflection in the mirror. The cop notices it. He well, he pulls the sheet from the, the ghost and it's Vicky's body. Michael starts walking down the stairs. He shoots at Michael, misses. He, Michael's downstairs. Uh the officer passes by Tate's not Tate, Dave's uh dead body, and we see that he got a tattoo of Halloween, October thirty first, two thousand eighteen. Because he mm-hmm. said he was gonna get late. He was gonna. It was. He was a, a day to remember. Oh, he got penetrated, but with a knife. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't uh, think he was planning on getting penetrated. No. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. I think he was planning on penetrating. Yeah, I mean, same with that my situation, wall. except I got penetrated. But that's not the point. So, uh, Lori shoots Michael in the shoulder one time here. Yep. And Michael keeps walking. She bumps into the officer and they're like, oh, Michael's here. We cut up. We cut to the crime scene of the whole house. Sartain shows up. Uh, they we get, we get what happened on the bus. We get the exposition that Michael apparently got loose, quotation marks. And he took over the driver. The bus crashed. Michael got out. And then he meets Lori and Lori calls him the new Loomis, which I'll say, just fucking kill him. Loomis was better. Yeah. Very true, Loomis. Mm-hmm. I, I miss Loomis. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. And then you get the the part where this new doctor is like fangirling over Lori yeah. a little bit. And he's like, "Oh, and Laurie's Laurie like, shut up." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he says he must not be harmed because he's yeah. the property of the state. Like, I'm like, bitch, shut who up. is property of the state? Like, <laughs> first of all, shut the fuck up, <laughs> right? <laughs> So we cut to Allison and Oscar walking home from the dance. We don't know what happened at the dance. There is a deleted scene. Uh, and then... Um, it does feel like there's something missing. Yeah. So they're walking home. The dance got evacu- evacuated because of what's happening. And we basically get that camera's a fucking asshole. And then Oscar basically tells Allison that she's the prettiest, the smartest, and the something else girl in school trying to, you know... Yeah. Trying to her up. Yup. And then he's like, oh, let's take a shortcut. Wink, wink. So... Now we cut again, and it's Sartain and Hawkins in the car looking for Michael, and Sartain basically wants to know what Michael is feeling, what he's thinking, what it's like to have the predator and the prey, or vice versa, prey and predator in the same situation, what would happen, basically stating that he wants Lori and Michael in the same room to see what's going to go down, which they make it seem like it's fucking Cheetah and Wonder Woman, which I love, (laughs) but... Uh, then we cut and the police shows up at Karen's house with Lori and this is where Karen's like oh you serious oh this is serious oh my god I didn't oh mom I should have believed you mom I should have believed you cause now my daughter's out there and she might die and I'm over here crying mom I'm sorry so this is the part that confused me because she's wearing a Christmas sweater well no (laughs) (laughs) but they're calling the daughter Allison Mm -hmm. And they're like, hey, baby, you need to get back home. And Lori specifically says, you need to We're gonna. There's going to be an officer in here at your house, at your house. Mm-hmm. When you get here, they're going to take you to my place because we we are going to we need to be together. And then she yes. goes, no, 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 no. Like she's responding to someone. And that's why I was like, wait, does she have her phone? No, her phone was left in the dip. And I was very confused. I'm like, who the fuck is she talking? Wait, to? she says no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, she goes, no, no, no. Like, she's responding to someone. So I was like, I was confused for a second. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Is she talking to someone or is she just leaving no, a voicemail? No, I think she was just leaving a voicemail because she wasn't answering because obviously the phone fell in the dip and we never get that she got the phone back. Yeah. She we did. just get that. It was probably just... Le- Honestly, 
as a teenager, I'm surprised she left her phone in there because knowing all these teenage girls, they would have grabbed it out of whatever that was and tried to clean it, even if it was when I when, fucked up. Before when my dad was like, you know, he paid for my phone back in high school, mm-hmm. he would have whooped my ass if I would have mm-hmm. left my fucking phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used to break my phones and I used to get my ass beat. <laughs> but I had temper tantrums, so. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was the flip phone so they were easier to break yeah true. so anyways so now we cut to allison and oscar and they're jumping like someone's fence like a, a concrete wall and allison's like oh watch out for the poison ivy or whatever she jumps over and then oscar tries to kiss her Yo, she like, pushes like, him he, back like, gets really closer and i'm like oscar you look gross like ill <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> He basically starts making up excuse how the girls at the dance are like all over him, feeding him guacamole in sexy ways, which I want to know how that is because I love guacamole. <laughs> so I want to be fed guacamole in sexy ways. I, I can show you. Don't worry about it. Okay, cool. Um. So <laughs> uh, Allison basically tells him fuck off, flicks him off and jumps another gate and just starts walking away off into the street. Oscar's on the ground. He looks back and he thinks it's Mr. Elrod. But it's really Michael Myers. And Mr. Erod is another nod to Halloween, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, I think he's the... He's the, the owner the, of the house, right? He's the one that... The lady making the sandwich, I believe, and the husband watching TV. And then uh, he looks back again because the, there's sensor lights. The light shows off. He looks back again. Michael's gone. And then he looks over. Michael's in front of him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you're acting weird now, man. You're scaring me a little bit. The lights go off. And then when the lights go back on, Michael slashes at him. He starts yeah. running. He starts screaming. Allison looks back and doesn't believe anything he's saying. He tries to jump over the fence, but obviously he didn't listen to Ed Nap mode from The Incredibles because he has a cape on and the cape gets stuck on the gate. <laughs> and Michael no basically... Capes. No, no capes. capes, exactly. Michael stabs him in the back. He gets stabbed through the gate. Allison walks back and finally sees Michael for the first time. And I love this scene because she's dressed just like Laurie from the original movie. And she's oh, running. Yeah, she's dressed like Laurie. Okay. She's running. And instead of like the original where no one helped Laurie, someone actually turns on their lights and mm-hmm. actually helps her and, and gets her help. So then we find Karen freaking out over Allison. Laurie tells her to shut the fuck up, screams <laughs> at her and to get in the house that Allison's going to be okay. We cut and uh, Hawkins comes and... To Allison's help, he finds her at the porch. All the neighbors, I guess, surrounding her. Sartain comes out of the car, even though they tell him stay in the car because he don't listen. I don't like him. I yeah, love this no. line. He goes, I'm a doctor. Lock your doors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, he does say that. It's fucking awesome. And I'm like, okay, you're a doctor and what? <laughs> Lock your doors. <laughs> so they're going to take her back. Uh, back at the Strode's house. Uh, we get that they open. We see that Lori made the basement with the little island in the kitchen. It opens and it's like to down to the basement. Race. It seems like it's Ray's first time in this house because he doesn't know what's going on. He asked her what that is, and Karen said it's my childhood. Yeah. And they go in there, and it's like there's like guns everywhere. It's like, like a fortress food. because she has a bed too behind yeah. the the, mm-hmm. the stairs. And yeah. she gives each and one of them a gun, and she's like, I've waited for this night. He's waited for me. I've waited for him. And I'm like, Laurie, he's really not after you. The only reason he gets to you is because of this fucking doctor. Yeah. To be honest. But because it's more of Laurie's after him at this point. Yeah. So we get back, we cut back, and it's the officer, Sartain and Allison. Officer Hawkins runs over Sart- uh, Sartain. He should have <laughs> ran over Sartain. He runs over <laughs> Michael. 
really fucking hard to be honest. Yeah, Should have really killed them. And Sartain's like, no, they'll run him over. He's property of the state. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. They get out the car. Sartain checks his pulse and basically says that you killed them. And then Hawkins like, move out the way. I'm going to shoot his brains out. And then the pen that we see in the beginning of the movie that Sartain is holding with the little spine opens into a fucking knife. He stabs the officer in the neck, kills him off. And this is little Oompa Oompa lass likes to put on Michael Myers' <laughs> mask and look like little Oompa Loompa Michael Myers. Oh, my God. So and honestly, my first time, I was like, is this really where this movie is going? Because yep. I am not happy right now. I, I thought it would be like an interesting twist. Like, for some reason in my mind, I was like, whoa, what if, like, he's actually Michael Myers from back then? Shut and up. he Carlos, found- continue. No, I'm I mean, kidding. no, no, no. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Continue, Carlos. No, no, I was kidding. Go ahead. This, this scene bothered me. I don't like that he put on his mask. I'm yeah, like, me either. Calm down, Sartain. It's not going to give you powers. This is not Halloween 3 right here. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Like, But we go back to the same thing. Like, he wants to know how what Michael's feeling to be but, Michael. Yeah, that's why he ended up so, killing So, I mean, I, I understand why he kills the cop, why he puts the mask on. I think it's ridiculous. I understand yeah. why sure. too. It's plot. Yeah, it's it's plot exactly. to get Michael to Lori at this point. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, that's all. That's all he wants. He wants to put them all both in the same place to see if he gets a reaction out of Michael. Yeah, yeah it's almost like he's trying like play like uh, like he's pulling the strings. Like he's playing get, God. Yeah, he's, he's playing, playing God. God. Yeah, and he's trying to get Michael, and he's just like anyone that gets in the way like yeah. needs to die. Because honestly, at this point, Michael's just in Haddonfield just walking. Michael's honestly probably looking for his house. <laughs> he, looked, he looked like he was having a good old time, like, yeah. just walking down the street, and then gets run over by a fucking car. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I feel like Michael is looking for his house, his original house to go back to his house. Oh, that'd be cool. Because that, be that's what he always does. He goes back to his house. Yeah, that'd be pretty interesting. So, yeah, they didn't have his I'm, house in this I movie at all. I feel like we're going to see it in the new one. I feel like he's going to end up going back to his house. <laughs> That's that's what I think he How? was on his way, because the house is, is he gonna in be that like town. Darth Vader now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I just got what you, what you what you meant. So we cut back, and now we have we meet the two cops, the funny cops outside of Lori's house, and they're making jokes about lunch. And this is a homage to Halloween Five. This two, whole conversation is so annoying. It was out of about, yeah, but this was a two of five because in part five we have the two cops, but they put like stupid music behind them with the yeah. sound effects. I hated it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they're talking about their lunch and sandwiches. It's not really that important. It's not important at all. No, we cut and now we have Allison back. So Tartain puts Michael in the car. They're gonna go to Lori's. I didn't mention that. So we cut and now we have them in the car. Allison tells Sartain that Michael spoke to her to basically get Sartain to stop the car. Mm-hmm. And he asked her, Smart oh, what he, yeah, what he say to you, what he say to you. And the, he was like, when he says, oh, did he say Judith? You hear Michael breathe again for the first yeah, time. He, he like it's moving. like it woke him up. Yeah. yeah. He puts on the mask. And oh, I love that Sartain. So because she it's uh, Allison looks at his hand because he like she could feel that he's moving. And then when she looks up at him, he's already staring at her with the mask. Mm-hmm. That shit. Freaks me out. And then Sartain goes one more time, what did he say to you? And she goes, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) She said, fuck. And Michael Myers takes his legs and starts fucking pounding the back seat and squeezing the fuck out of Sartain to the point where Sartain has to get out the car. He has to get out the car. 
getting Michael out of the car, and then Michael pulls him out, throws him on the on the ground. Allison gets out and she runs into the woods. And I feel like in this scene, the reason it took her so long to get to Lori's house is because she ran in the opposite direction. I feel. Yeah. I feel like Lori's house was to the right and she went left. But yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it could be or like straight back. Yeah. And then. Okay, wait. I have to mention something. I'm really hoping that people can't actually do that to a cop car because if so, they need to get that fixed. Because Whoa. I think <laughs> they're trying to show us that, that he's strong. Crazy strength. Bro. Yeah. Like, I don't think anybody's that. I mean, in other Michael Myers movies, he's lifting himself up with like one hand and like lowering himself that's out. True. Like he has some crazy strength. I think that's what they're trying to show. Like Allison yes. couldn't get out the car, but look how easy Michael did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like he's he's an unstoppable force. And then basically. I also thought when she was like, he said one word. I thought she was still going to be like, fuck you, and run away. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be fucking awesome. So we get this scene where, like, Michael's looking down at Sartain. Sartain's on the ground, and Sartain tells him to say something, and he just takes his leg and stomps on his head, and it becomes jello, basically. Dude, that's I so died little. laughing in that scene because it just looks so bad. It looks like when you squeeze something, I don't even know. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, damn, it turned into, like, mush. It's like I don't a pumpkin. know. Like, yes. literally like a pumpkin. Yeah. And then uh, we, we have I the mean, two officers. <laughs> Very good. We have the two officers that were in front of Lori's house, and they drive to to the because they basically were almost there. Yeah. Except Allison made I think them stop just the car. On the lookout. Yeah, and they get there. They're they're out. They're screaming for Hawkins, but obviously Hawkins is already dead. Sartain's dead, and then I like this because Michael's in one side, and then it cuts, and Michael's now behind them. Yeah, like he just fucking moved mm-hmm. like a ghost. Exactly. This is just very unrealistic. Because they, um, they're calling, no, 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 not that part. But I mean, they're calling for the officer Hopkins and. Yeah, bitch, Hopkins isn't answering. Yeah, like if Why he doesn't, Hopkins. yeah, so Hopkins, long? whatever, whatever. If, if it doesn't, if he doesn't respond to you after two tries, like what makes you think he's going to respond after the third one? This well, they is, call them a burnout. I think they were just insinuating that he's old and doesn't know how to use his car yeah. anymore. I think that but also it's kind of like a horror movie trope making out cops to be idiots yeah yeah that's true that's yeah. the thing cops are always idiots in these movies sorry cops <laughs> no. uh so now we get karen in her childhood room and um Lori tells her to turn off the lights and she's like i thought we were safe here and she goes no 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 and then karen realizes that Lori wants michael to come here mm-hmm. and that's her old stigma because he wants the Strolls versus the Myers. I like how Karen's like, wait, you want him to come here? And she just kisses her on the forehead. Sorry, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, we get Allison running through the woods. And then we cut to Ray playing with a yo-yo. And he sees that the cops show up to the front yard. He goes out to check. And he says, hey, anything about Allison? And no one's answering. So he walks up to the car. So go back the fucking side. Right. He walks up to the car. Opens the door, and Michael literally turned one of the cops' heads to a jack-o'-lantern, stuck the flashlight in, and then put them in basically the driver's seat with the other officer. That was not okay. No. Which... He did it really fast, though. I was but we also yeah. don't we also don't know the time frame That's between true. those very scenes. True. And is very creative. And he's mm-hmm. also really strong. And he loves arts and crafts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's been in an assailant asylum. Too bad he's about to lose his magic. With his hands. Y'all, very true. So, Ray dies. He gets choked up to death. Which I'm glad, because he was yep. fucking annoying. Lori notices him. Lori notices the gunshot, goes downstairs, sees Michael, shuts the door, yells for Karen. 
Karen tells Karen to run into the basement. Lori uh, has her back against the door. Michael breaks through the door, grabs her by the head, and starts banging her head against the wall. And then they start fighting. Lori is struggling. She can't get out of it. Then she grabs her gun. Michael grabs the end of the gun. Kind of stupid of him. And Lori <laughs> shoots and shoots off his fingers and he lets go. Yup. It's like gruesome. You see everything. And at this point, I had to cover Sydney's eyes because she would have been like, yeah, I can't finish the movie. Oh, Kills, kills is going to get worse. Uh-huh. Well, it's more just that I have a thing against hands no, specifically. So... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Michael Lori goes back down to the basement with Karen. Michael comes into the house. Lori shoots up at Michael, but I do like the shot because you see him like in the hall, like kind of like in the entrance of the kitchen. It's kind of dark, yeah. And you see that he's missing yeah. the two fingers. It looks so fucking. And cool. it's just he just you so see scary. A shape. Mm-hmm. Michael disappears. Lori apologizes to Karen, tells her she loves her. And then goes looking for Michael in the house. As she's going through the house, she's looking through all the closets. Because we're thinking we're going to get another closet scene from, like, the original. But mm-hmm. nothing really ever happens. No. Yeah, because they have a setup for two different closets and neither yeah. of them pan out. <laughs> yep. And she checks every room. And as she's checking every room and leaving, she's shutting all, like, like store doors. I yeah, call them, like, the... Yeah, she's checking a room. And then just, like, when she's done checking it, she quickly hits a button and it closes. It shuts that room Yeah, down. it has, like, a gate. Yeah, so it's, like... She's like trapping mall, him, if yeah, anything. Yeah, she's trapping him in there just in case. Like mm-hmm. in the malls, they've got the cages that come down when yeah, it's closed. Yeah, like that. But they're like, it's like a glass. It's like every room door. is a cage. Yes. Yeah. Just in case. Just in case. She goes room to room. She doesn't find him. She gets to her mannequin room, which, Lori, I need a mannequin, though. Hit me up. <laughs> and uh, she opens that closet, and it's Ray. Yo, he went and grabbed Ray real quick and put him up in that closet. <laughs> Yo, like in nothing. Mm-hmm. And... Then this is where Michael comes, jumps out of the one of the uh, mannequins. They start fighting. Lori tries to stab him, and he stabs Lori, and he and then he pushes her back, and she falls off the balcony. He's looking down at her like Loomis looked down at him in the original. Yep. And then Allison shows up to the house screaming for her grandmother and her mother. Michael looks away, looks back, and Lori's gone, just like he was gone in the original. I liked, I liked that homage mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, this is what I'm saying, that Lori has turned into, into Michael. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he's become Lori. So then we get Allison and Carrie in the basement. Carrie, Carrie Karen in the basement. <laughs> and Michael comes downstairs. He's trying to figure out where they are because he heard them. And he figures out that the island is a hatch to a, the basement. And I he feel like he figures that out mad fast. Well, Lori, I mean, Lori, Lori, Lori knew that he shot, would. She shot him like under from the basement. Yeah. So I'm sure he's like, okay, they're down there. There has to be an entrance but around. I here. never would have been like, oh, it's under the island. <laughs> I feel like Lori knew that he would figure it out because he's one, he's smart, and two, because of the whole, it's a cage. Like she planned this. She planned Karen as bait. Because I think yeah, like, this is whole like a mm-hmm. whole plan. Like it's like she did a three thousand IQ like chess move. Like she yeah. checkmated his ass. It's the queen's gambit. <laughs> exactly. She, she, she did. So Michael figures it out. He breaks the island open, and this is where Karen starts like, "I can't do it, mom. I'm sorry. Well, I can't do it." She sees her gun from. Oh like, yeah, yeah. And I love that. Says KS. KS as Karen Strode. And it has a lightning for some reason. <laughs> Fun fact: it's she just, likes Pikachu. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Frankie's over it. <laughs> no, we're almost done with this movie. Uh, okay. What were you gonna say? Um, that's it. Okay. So, 
<laughs> well, didn't you say fun fact? Yeah. No, like fun fact. K stands for Karen Strauss. Oh. <laughs> no, no. In, in a more serious note, I, I wonder if the lightning means something. Yeah, you know? it could. It could. It could. I kind of. I hope it's something that we get to see later. Because kind of like I'm. F- I'm. F- like f- lightning could mean like fast. Like the lightning flash. McQueen. Lightning Good McQueen. <laughs> um. But she plays the dumb, the victim, and she's like, "Mom, I can't do it. I can't do it." And yeah, then she's like, cr- "I love crying. this." This is why I feel like Lori knew what exactly what was gonna go down. She knew that Michael wasn't gonna be standing here because Michael probably knew that they already had a gun down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then her playing the victim that she can't do it. Michael's like, "Okay, then I can come out." Bitch, he comes out, and she goes, "Gotcha, fucker." No. <laughs> <laughs> and she, I just loved her like switch because I remember in the theaters, people. I remember me being upset, being like, "Oh my fucking god!" This, this is what I'm really, like, yeah. I was like, this yeah. bitch should have just died. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, and people were feeling that way yeah. too. And then she goes, "Gotcha!" And she yep. shoots him right in the face, and everyone was like, "Whoa, Jody!" <laughs> God, Judy Greer. Such a good scene. Yeah, it, I I was I'm so like, happy. What's the actress's name again? Judy, Judy Greer. Greer. I love her. Yeah, so do I. Especially, she doesn't get used enough in movies. No. The, like that scene, she pulled it off perfectly. Mm-hmm. So she shoots him. Michael gets. He goes Ugh, like in Dead by Daylight when he gets done. He goes, Ugh. <laughs> and uh, so then Lori appears like he did in the in the first one where he kind of appears from the shadow. She appears from the shadow and goes. Happy Halloween, Michael. And I know some people hate it, but I love it. I was, yeah. I was like, yes, Lori, get yeah, him, girl. Fine. Get him. Might as well. Shit. Honestly, I don't know what team I'm on. I'm always like, go, Michael, get him. But when it comes to Lori, I'm like, no, Lori, you get him. <laughs> it's whoever's winning in the situation. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can never lose. Well, I feel like when Michael's killing someone, I'm like, yes, Michael, get him. But then when it comes to Lori, I'm like, don't touch her. She touches you. <laughs> oh. <So>, yeah. <laughs> So she go, but I like this because if you notice, she goes to stab him and she misses. Like Just he missed like her he in the mm-hmm. in the first one, Ooh. and I was like, yes. Yeah. So they start fighting. She grabs a frying pan, slaps him with it twice. He falls down to the basement. Allison comes out first. Judy or Karen comes in second. He and grabs he, Karen. He gets up, but he gets up like the Undertaker, like in the begin, like, like in, in the, the first, first one. Movie. And I was like, mm-hmm. that, I hate that shit so much. Yep. <laughs> he grabs uh, Karen's leg. They're they're having a struggle. He's pulling them down, and then Allison literally grab grows some balls. And I like this because in the original movie, Laurie didn't have the guts to do anything with the knife. And now Allison did. And then you can kind of see in Lori's face that she's surprised that yeah, Allison like, oh, stabbed because she stabs him in yeah, the arm and tell. slices him. Mm-hmm. Well, they're telling her, like, run away, run away. Mm-hmm. Which is and the she's opposite. Like, I want some of this action. Well, because I feel like in the original, Lori would have ran away. Yeah. Like, yeah, and now her daughter sure. is not doing it. And well, I mean, she raised her daughter to be a bad bitch. Exactly. So uh, Karen kicks Michael down. He's trying to come back up. And then she. Uh, shuts the hatch thing and it like these like it's basically like, like a cage thing. yeah it's like these, like, these spikes swords. yeah, yeah they look like swords, swords. yeah it look crazy it look yeah, like if he tried why. to break them it would slice his hand like they yeah. look like knives yeah like if he was any higher they would have killed him yeah yeah sure. i thought that I, was gonna happen i thought he was gonna like try and reach and that was gonna fuck up his hand yeah but i feel like uh, if they would have waited for that he probably would have pulled one of them with him yeah true. So yeah. don't do that <laughs> so and then she told she tells uh karen tells allison it's not a trap baby it's a cage, or it's not a cage it's a trap yeah so they play mousetrap with him basically which i was like that's the same thing 
Yeah. <laughs> but I guess a cage you're meant to be in. Yeah, like what you're saying, is... it's, not, it's not a safe zone for them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like no, an offense. I knew what she was getting at, but in my head, I was like, that's the same thing. <laughs> so they basically start burning the house down. We start getting the epic Halloween music. Michael's just Michael's now has no reaction to this fire. He's just there, He's and I feel like this fire is like an homage to number two. Like they killed him with fire in part two, so yeah. I think they're killing him here in part two. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you said he was killed by fire. It reminded me Freddy versus Jason when oh. they're like, "Oh, what was killed by water? What was killed by fire? How can he use this?" <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the only thing I can't, I can't wait head. to get to that movie, but we're not there yet. So, um, so they run outside. Uh, Lori stabs. So they pr- they're pretty much. I'm assuming we're trying to rush into the hospital. Mm-hmm. This truck comes. She gets help. They get on the truck. We look back in the basement. Michael's gone. And then we get the strodes. Allison and I like this. She did not do what her grandmother did, which her grandmother in the original dropped the knife. Allison still has the knife in her hand. It's not letting go mm-hmm. of it at this point. Yeah. And the movie ends. I yeah. think there's no reason for that to happen. It's because yeah. back in the day, the trope was that the final girls would drop whatever weapon they had. And she's and, like, she held and you're on always to it. like, no, hold on to your fucking yeah, weapon. And now, now yeah. we're now we're reversing. Like we're getting to horror movies. We're like, now we have more than one final girl. Family wise or whatever, and now that these girls are actually like not being stupid. So this is what I wanted to bring up. This reminded me a lot. I don't know in which movie it is, but it's I think it's like Michael's daughter or something like that. Um, where at the end, the niece, the niece, mm-hmm. yeah, that at the end she's holding a knife and she's wearing the clown outfit. Oh, because yeah, yeah. like, ah! oh yeah, yeah, and like screaming. Mm-hmm. I for some reason this that uh made me think of that specific scene because it's almost like. I mean, she felt real comfortable grabbing that knife and stabbing the fuck out of Michael, and oh, she's like not her... letting go of that of that knife. It just made me feel like it's like, is she like getting fucked up? Yes, in the head? I, that that's that's what I got from it. At like my first viewing of it, mm-hmm. I was like, maybe now she's gonna get fucked up in the head. Well, I don't think they're gonna go to the route where they're gonna make her like a new Michael because no one, no, 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 they definitely like that no. Anymore, Wait, so they're I not gonna do it. I don't follow what's going on. Well, in like, um, in one of the previous movies, Michael Myers has like a niece. It's, and, a, it's Lori's daughter. Yeah, it's Lori's okay. daughter and she, at the end of the movie, she kills her family, right? She kills her stepmom or tries to kill her stepmom with, yeah. like Michael did in the original with and a clown outfit. she's wearing a clown outfit and she's holding a knife and Loomis goes to try to stop it but it's too late and then my, Loomis is like screaming like oh no kill like, no, like kill it's, just, her, yeah. it's just like there's another cycle oh like, I see so like she, it just made me think well that, that was the clown outfit not the knife well cause they were they were, what they what they wanted to do was they killed Michael off in part 4 and then they were gonna have Jamie be the new killer yeah. and, and they were gonna redo the whole thing where she was gonna grow old and then she was gonna come back to Haddonfield and do what her uncle like used to do Michael Myers basically but they didn't do they obviously they didn't go with that cause no one liked it so here, I feel like, I feel like in the next movie, Allison is not gonna be scared of him. She's gonna want to go after him. Yeah. For what happened to her grandmother. Yeah, I can see that now. Okay. Because in the trailer, she looks pissed. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. now she's seen firsthand that her, her grandmother was not crazy. Them, yeah. And that the mom, she, I almost feels like she is not prepared. Like, she was not prepared for all this. Yeah. So, like, now she's just angry and, mm-hmm. and wants to take the offenses. And side. even then, like, they didn't, they don't mention their father. Like, their, their dad literally died. Her, Judy's husband, or Karen's husband died, and he's not mentioned yeah. mm-hmm. all the way to the, like, oh, he died. 
Yeah. Yeah. When when he dies, um, she's kind of just like, "Where is he? Where is he?" And and uh, Lori, Lori is like, "Just get to the basement." Yeah. Just go to the basement, and she's like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm don't bring sure it up. She, I'm pretty yeah, sure bring it up. Pretty sure she knows, you know. Like yeah. Michael Myers around killing everybody. Do you? Don't you really? There's, think? Just, there's no time to grieve right now. Yes. We have to survive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the movie. Yeah. I love this movie. I will watch this movie probably 20 times after this episode again. <laughs> I wa- I sometimes listen to it at work. Just listen to it. It's just one of my favorites. Yeah, that's good. I, I mean, it is a very good movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great successor to the first one. Obvious, yes. I was going to say obviously, but I mean, that's true. <laughs> for my opinion. But in, honestly, it makes me excited to what's coming. Because there's two more mm-hmm. movies. Yep. And I mean, due to COVID. We were uh, supposed yeah, to already have seen changed. one, yeah. Yeah, but... I mean, I'm excited for it. The trailer got me really hyped up for it. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait. I honestly want to see what where this is going. I hope it continues in a good pace. And I hope and they don't fuck it up. Crazy. Exactly. Because that's what they always do I, with this franchise. I just I hope they have a plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they do. But I do like this movie because, yes, they basically kind of like erase the whole entire timeline of H2O Resurrection and all these other ones, but they still grab little like bits and pieces of what makes those movies unique yeah. and brought them into this movie. One movie. Because remember, we might not like Resurrection or H2O, but there's people out there that really do like those movies. Yeah. And mm-hmm. every movie has good parts. Yes. You know? So yeah. they, they kind of brought like a little bit of like like a grain of salt from this movie, that movie, and this movie, brought it to this movie, and this is what we got. Yep. Halloween 2018. They basically gave Halloween fans the movie they wanted, and they gave yes. new people a new movie for them to understand this story. Is it a perfect movie? No. Definitely no. 100% not. Is it very enjoyable? Yes. For sure it is. Yep. And I, it's one of those things that's like, it respected the first movie, but at the same time doing something new. Yes. You know, I I also have to comment the theme for the for this movie. I fucking love it because it's the original with like a little bit of like techno into yeah. it and you know well, that John Carpenter was ding, 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 ding. Well, yeah, cuz that's another they brought him back and he hasn't yep. been back since I think part 2, so for music at least. Yeah. So it's like yeah, which sounds amazing. Yeah. I think it sounds literally like I feel like the ones before. I mean, some of them before were good. Like H two O is like an orchestra. If you listen to it, it's like they took John Williams and John Carpenter <laughs> mixed them into one. Yeah, and then fucking Curse of Michael Myers. It sounds like Rob Zombie joined in with John Carpenter and decided to make a fucking rock beat to Halloween. But yeah. this one is just fucking it's perfect. perfect. It's a all great of them. modern version of the original theme. I even listen to the album sometimes at work. Yeah. Just because. And also, I have to comment on the mask. The mask is, I think, a Honestly, very important thing. And it's perfect the way And I did didn't it. mention that in the beginning. What takes me out of the rest of the sequels is always the mask. Oh, the mask always I has can, like a funny look to it. I can enjoy them. a sequel, but when I'm looking at him, if he doesn't look right, it just... I just can't take this. This is why I feel like this is my favorite movie. And I love this movie because they at least got the mask right. Yep. And the music. And it's just... Uh, yeah, it's like a good combination of everything made mm-hmm. a, a, dec- uh, a really enjoyable movie. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, the best masks have been at least the original. I like part two. From after that, part six was okay. I like. I don't. I don't hate part six's mess. I like part six. Cause part four, he looked like he was smiling and happy to be back. And then part five, he looks like a fucking alien. And then H two O, 
a mess. He, he looks he like, like someone farted. Yeah. And he, made, he has you that can, expression that he like smelt it. You like, can oh. see his eyes. At one oh, yeah. point, it's CGI, and you can tell it's CGI. Well, in this movie, you, there's some times that you can see his eyes. Like, at the yeah, end, not, with the fire. Like no, 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 I do understand, but in like at the end, with the fire, that you're, like, looking down, and he's looking up, you can tell his eyes. You can see them, but it's still a mystery. And I think it's it's still it's still very creepy, though. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, he still has a, mis- a mystery, a mystery yeah. to his eyes. And then in fucking Resurrection, he looks like he put on contour on his mask. And then honestly, I feel like Rob Zombie got in the first movie. He got the he mask got right. pretty close and right, but then he fucked it up as the movie kept well, going. Yeah, and then in the second movie, he like, just started deteriorating. And like I was like, no, exposed. no, no, no. Yeah, and I think it it was just like a great, uh, you know, I this movie would have been a different movie if his mask would have been like. Ugly you as you can yeah. tell that forty years has passed. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, it's like oh, it's like rotten because it's latex. Mm-hmm. So yeah, obviously, it's gonna deteriorate over time. And I, it just looks really good. They did a fi- fantastic job of rip, uh, replic- rep- rep- replicating, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> replicating the original style, and mm-hmm. they did a great job. But yeah, that was the movie, guys, and it was amazing. It was great. I can keep talking, so I'm not because this can go on for hours. So <laughs> I'm gonna stop right here. Well, do we want to get into segments? I'm down. Yes, ma'am. What were your favorite quotes, Carlos? Um, I really do like the one that Lori's like, I have prayed every night that he would escape. What the hell did you do that for? <laughs> so I can kill him. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Frankie. Um, mine says when Julian is like leaving the house, he goes like, the boogeyman is in the house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And Sydney, what's your favorite? My favorite is when Loomis gets out of the car Um and Loomis? goes, oh, not Loomis. What's his name? Sardine. Sartain. Sartain. <laughs> <laughs> it's new Loomis. It's fine. Yeah, it's hashtag the new Loomis. Whatever. <laughs> he gets out of the car and goes, I'm a doctor. Lock your doors. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good one. Mine was definitely just a dad going, ah, I spilled peanut butter on my penis. <laughs> like, what? I was like, wait, is your dick out? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm like, what, what is going on in this family? Oh, Lord. And Allison's face after that, she's like, Dad, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and then afterwards, he goes and he's like, I have to wash this off my hand. Yeah, I thought he was going to say penis again. I was yeah, like, oh, he did it. <laughs> um, and then who is the daddy of the movie? Is that even a question? I mean, no. New Loomis. No, uh, no. <laughs> Carlos, you Carlos were, yeah. looked like he wanted to <laughs> kill Jonathan. Oh my! Uh, definitely, uh, it's Lori and Michael. About yeah. Oh, okay. oh Lori and Lori. Michael between them two. Yeah. A tie? I don't know. They're, they could be my parents. Karen I'll at the end, be. though. I can see that. When she's Can- like, oh. gotcha. But she pissed me off throughout That's the movie, a though. Daddy move, though. It was. It was, but. Daddy's never... gonna be my daddy. I'm sorry, Karen. Oh, I'll never betray Michael. Really? Daddy you were literally just talking about betraying Michael. Well, with Lori, it's fine. Yeah, Both of like, them. Like, I can't you can choose. only do it, but with Lori. <laughs> exactly. Who's your she, daddy in the movie? She said it. Oh, wait. Oh, she said it. Karen. Oh, Karen? Okay, okay. Um, fuck. I mean, I I have to go with Lori. Like, I feel like in this whole movie, like, I was rooting for her the entire time. Mm-hmm. And she was the baddest bitch in this movie, for sure. Yep. 
It's like we don't want to see Michael die just yet, but we also don't want to see her die just yet. We want another movie. Yeah. And we are getting it, so we're good. We're fine. We're good. We're happy. (laughs) I mean, I know that Karen is like annoying throughout most of it, but you also see like she's been through a lot and it's realistic that she would be like, Yeah, Yeah, that's my whole thing. She even became a therapist. Yeah, like that's Mm -hmm. my whole thing with her. It's like I think her character has so much death into it. We (laughs) might not see it in the movie, but growing that way and what just ca- what happened in the movie? I feel like there's so much to her that we don't see in the movie. Yeah, yeah, and then the whole time you're like annoyed with her, annoyed with her, annoyed with her, and then you fucking like she just has such a bomb ass scene mm-hmm. that she's just I, I think it's her. Well, and at the same time, she has to kind of be like that that character that you kind of find annoying because then that ending scene is so satisfying. Yeah, yeah. you're like, oh, she's like. I mean, she's not playing up the character, but at the same time, she is. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's so much more effective when she, like, switches to, like, bad bitch gotcha. mode. I think that's why they named her Karen. You think so? She, it fits the name. Do you think she wears a mask <laughs> when she goes to places? Probably not. <laughs> what if I eat it? <laughs> what if I accidentally eat it? All right. Any other segments? Mary fuck, kill. And this one, we're going to all agree on one. Are we? Are we? I'm asking you. Just do your own if you want to. So I'm gonna go ahead. We're killing New Loomis. (laughs) Oh yeah, yep. He's dead. Hands out, this guy. He should have died in the beginning. Michael should have got out of the asylum in the beginning somehow and just killed him right then and there. (laughs) And I would have been fucking happy. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna marry Lori because you know, (laughs) I know I'll be safe in that house. True. And oh, I guess I'm fucking Michael. Oh, that's a. Wow, but he needs to keep the mask on. Okay, and no knife. Wait, he's sixty-one years old. Do you think he? Oh, he. You know, he can't perform in bed. <laughs> Michael's gonna grab you. Have you kid? seen him? He got hit by a car. He was still performing. <laughs> so yes. I'm Frankie, sure. what, who, what do you? Who do you choose? To marry? I'll probably marry. Um, probably Karen. Just because okay. I like her. Like, she can be a dumb bitch, but she, you know, we can s- still square up and fight. Just know? know that Just know that you have a, you have a destiny when you marry Karen because you're going to get choked up by Michael Myers outside. <laughs> it's fine. We still have a badass um, daughter, Allison. I mean, hey, sure. Cool. I guess. And Stand then me. who are you fucking? Damn. Um, who are you getting freaking dick with? Oh, um... The podcaster guy, whatever his oh, name Aaron. is, Aaron. You're yeah. fucking him? <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> so I was like, what? Isn't, isn't he British? I mean, he can talk to he, me dirty. Yeah, I guess. I could. I would have. Yeah. I just fuck him too. <laughs> and how about you, Sydney? Um, I'm going to marry Karen. Okay. I'm going to fuck Karen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> marry, fuck, and kill her at the same time. <laughs> I'm going to fuck Michael, obviously. And then I'm actually going to kill, uh, what's his name? The Karen's husband. Ray? Oh, yeah. Ray. yeah I didn't like him. He was annoying, too. Because how am I going to marry her if he's still oh. alive? No, I'm just kidding. That, I mean, he's not, not alive anymore, why. though. Oh, I will kill Cameron, too, because he was a f- toxic-ass boyfriend. That's true. true. He got arrested. Yeah. It's fine. But he's technically a minor, so you can't say that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, the CW he's version. is fictional. He's fictional. <laughs> the CW version. But um, I kind of liked Sardine. 
I Sartain? can't remember his name. Sartain. Yeah, Sardine. <laughs> new Loomis. Yeah, New Loomis. Hashtag New Loomis. Yeah, I, I kind of liked him. Like, I didn't like his character or anything, but I liked him for the movie because... You kind of needed him. I, I liked where where he made the movie go. Yeah. Yeah, he was plot for Laurie and Michael to end up in the same space. Yeah. yeah. Jonathan, who are you fucking... Oh, Jonathan, thanks for asking well, me. Well, I also kind of... I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Go ahead. So I would definitely... She, let me see. I'd marry... I'd marry Karen. I think she's like just a normal, you know, wife. I mean, she seems and she And Judy mm. Greer is beautiful. Yeah, she is. She is beautiful. And she... And she a freak in certain movies. She is? Go ahead. Yeah. What movies? I mean, in I Arrested forgot. in Arrested Development, she shows her oh, boobs. Oh, that's everybody. right. And the, and the nipples are like yeah, they're like separate. They're like pointing big, different yeah. ways. <laughs> yeah. And um, let me see. I would fuck. What's her name? The British uh podcaster. Dana. 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 Definitely her. Mm-hmm. And I would kill. Excuse me. Who? The female podcaster. I would. Yeah, I'm gonna let you know who I killed. <laughs> uh, I would kill. Ooh. I would kill um oh my god um the friend the 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 Oscar is it Oscar the, the, the fat boy yeah 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 Oscar Oscar you can't kill him either <laughs> minors people uh, minors I don't care I'm gonna kill him I mean he died and Michael killed him that's true it's okay I'm sorry um Michael killed a little kid that wanted to be a da- that want to be a dance class so <laughs> hey I, if oh. we kill one of them I don't think it should be a problem yeah, no fucks about age. <laughs> it's okay suspense your disbelief these aren't real children these are actually yeah, these are fictional characters 18 yeah fictional characters it's okay and that's a podcast I just want to give a quick thank you to Frankie for somehow pulling this magic out of his ass and restoring all of our corrupted files and ha- having this episode available for everyone. Uh, Frankie, thank you so much. We love you. Uh, peace and love. God bless you. And remember. Happy Halloween, Michael. Horror daddies. See you in your dreams. Mwah.